Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Oh, here we go, my friends, my friends. Ladies and gentlemen, the best show is back on another Tuesday night installment. It's me, Tom Sharpling, the host of tonight's episode. We got a great program for you tonight. We got... Chris Gethard is going to be uh, calling up, letting us know what's what. We got AP Mike on hand. Are you here tonight? He is. And you'll never believe. I'm going to start teasing stuff uh, up rock style. And you'll... AP Mike is in the studio, and you'll never believe... What he said next. Well, you might actually believe it. If you've heard three episodes of the show. But enough of the dilly-dallying. It is time for the best show to begin. So, let's begin it. Oh, what happened? Why would you forsake me, technology? Why have you forsaken me? Trust in my self Shows about to begin. Shows 
Youngsters, oldsters. Good people and bad people. Together. We unite under the banner of the best show. Guys, it is Tuesday night. The best show is back for another exciting installment. How's this sound, Mike? Very good. I love it. Mike's definitely trying to mend fences after the thing, uh, gave me notes on the, uh, Seth Meyers thing. Notes. Thoughts and notes, he said. We'll talk about that later. But what I want to talk to you about now is the record we just heard. Connections. How about that? That single. In Too Deep. That was good stuff, man. It's on Hozak. You know, they're not messing around over at Hozak. I'll tell you. They ain't messing around. This single is called Five Amer- Imaginary Boys. It's the Five Imaginary Boys EP. Connections, the name of the band. Uh, and a record knocks you around like uh, you owe it money. Before that, Hollows. More good stuff. Hollows, the name of the band we heard. Rather See Me Dead. That's on the Trouble in Mind label. The name of the album is uh, Vulture. Holy moly. It's good stuff. You want to hear the good stuff, you listen to this show. We only play the good stuff. And starting before that, Raining Sound. From from Raining Sound live at Goner Records, Tennessee. What a great song. What a great record. My favorite of the, the live Raining Sound records. Live at Goner Records, Raining Sound. On Goner Records. Can't beat it with a stick. Raining Sound. The phone number, 201-332-3484. That's the number if you want to uh, be a part of the best show, Magic. And my friends, that is it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. It's like, think of the things that happened to you in your life that never come back again. Haley's Comet. A superhero movie playing at your local theater. The things that happens once doesn't happen again. And calling the best show, you put that on that list. 201-332-3484 is the number. If you want to get in on the action, we will have uh, Chris Gethard. We'll be talking to him shortly. My friend, Chris Gethard. He's got some exciting uh, news about his upcoming television program. Get ready for that. But in the meantime, 
What do I want to tell you? I don't know. Well, Tennessee is the place I was just in. Sharpling and Worcester did a live show at Third Man in Nashville. Thank you to everybody who came out. We had that place packed out. It was a fun show. Everybody had a good old time. Good old-fashioned entertainment. Good old-fashioned Tennessee-style entertainment. Thanks to everybody who came out. And uh, that, that show will be available as a live album in the future. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. And thank you to everybody at Third Man for, for putting us up and for making it such a special night. We had the best time. Will we play your city next? Who knows? Only one way to find out. Keep listening to the best show. Who's good here, Mike? Two. Mike's saying two is good. Let's let's see what's going on on line two. Best hey, show, uh, you're on the air. Oh, you're just, uh, well, aren't you shot from a, from a rocket? What's up, hey, my friend? Hi, hello? Hi, hi. How are you? Hi, uh, Bob Avalanche. How are you? Oh, it's Bob Avalanche again. Yeah, how you doing? I just called up to say how great you were on the uh, Seth Meyers show, man. Oh, thanks a lot, Bob. Oh, man, you were great. Yeah, that part about Ringo and all that is... How about so funny, man? <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. What's going on with you? Yeah. Uh, I just called up, you know, uh, you know, I, you know besides the uh, snowboarding stuff, I've, I've got so many other things. I've got... Um, I've got this song I uh, wrote called God's Country. I'm trying to get into uh, the World Trade Center uh, for the opening. I'm, I've known so far nobody. And I've also got a couple of Broadway shows I wrote. And this character I created named Dr. Cool, uh, that's on my website. He's a, he's a real character. <laughs> well, and what's your website again? Uh, AvalancheBob33.com. AvalancheBob33.com. Well, Bob. And, yeah. I got to check. Go ahead. Yeah. The floor is yours. And I got a lot of my, all my snowboard music. I'm starting with my, rehearsing with my new band. We hope to get some new music together called, uh, Avalanche Bob and Snowboard Moguls. And we hope to get, uh, in this club in New York with this music. Mm-hmm. Any chance you'd get, uh, AP Mike in the band? He can play, yeah, uh, man, sure. He, he can play con- he, what, conga drums. What does he do? What he, he plays do? a mean conga drum. Great, man. <laughs> Anybody can get, man. <laughs> you know, um, any kind of age, 90, 100, I don't care, 30, 18, 19, I don't know, dogs, cats. <laughs> dogs and yeah. cats. Yeah, anything. How you doing? All right, Tom? Yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right, Avalanche Bob. I'm great. Okay, I just called up, you know, uh, uh, you want to hear one of my songs? Give us a quick taste. Okay. This is called uh, Dance Stop. It's about snowboarding after hours, you know. After, after What's it called? Day. Dance what? Um, dance Stop. Where the, I, I, made, I made up all these turns myself, like where snowboarders go after uh, partying all day. I mean, just snowboarding all day to, uh, I call it Dance Stop. It goes, 
Take you to a dance stop all night long with a rockin' in the punk of the snowboard song. If they're jumpin' all day on the snowboard, you know, we're gonna rock away our trombone. No, go, 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 rockin' in the punk of lady, and the rockin' in the punk of the lady, go. I love it. I got so much. I've got almost 500 snowboarding songs anymore, I wrote. But you've I've never been so snowboarding. You've never been snowboarding. No, I just keep up with the sport. I love it. I never think about it. I hope to turn it into like another WWE. I have an idea yeah. called the Snowboard Experience, where we would uh, have all kinds of things like WWE uh, and, and turn it into something as mm-hmm. big as that. Yeah, maybe you get like Macho Man Randy Savage to come out to one of your Yeah, I'll um Hulk Hogan, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody, Hulk Hogan on snowboard. <laughs> uh, the Rock or uh, yeah. John Cena, man. Yeah. Like John Cena said, I-, I never give up. And that's what I do. I never give up. I'm going to get my stuff out there some way. Oh, yeah. You can't give up. Yeah, man. So, okay. Uh, I'm talking to Commissioner. Let me call you next week. I don't want to hold you up, okay? WF President Jack. Rock on. High power. Oh, well, you're power. done with me. Okay, goodbye. Yeah. Jeepers Creepers, slowly. Start doing my thing. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Avalanche Bob. Imagine being trapped in a ski lodge with that guy. We're snowed in. Good news. Good. Good news, bad news. Uh, the bad news is we're snowed in and uh, we're trapped in this ski lodge with Avalanche Bob for four days. Wait, that's the... That's the bad news? What's the good news? Well, bad, the good news is that uh, the roads are closed and there's a, a shortage of food, so we will probably, uh, we can all count on dying at the ski lodge. Wait, that's the good news? Yes. That means we will not have to hear. Look, I like that song. That was a good one. This guy's got what it takes. Avalanche Bob. I'm into it. I seriously, I'm into it. I, I'm teasing the guy a little bit. It's a promo machine, though. Not a whole lot of talking there about anything other than uh, what Avalanche Bob can get from the best show. I don't know. I might, I might, I might, I might downgrade this guy to the Mike Show. He, he I, he's got Mike Show uh, written all over him. What do you think, Mike? You want him? Mike said he'll take him. I worry when a guy does that over the radio that somewhere some, uh, that's like Manchurian candidate stuff. Some guy gets like awoken now. You know what I mean? Like he's just listening to the best show. Work, work, working on his, uh, uh, well, what's he working on? He's uh, souping up his, uh, uh, his, uh, hard drive in his garage. All of a sudden he hears, and all of a sudden, boing, oing, oing. Was that in Manchurian Candidate? Did it go boing, oing, oing when, like, when the, when the, when the spell happened and then suddenly they were, they were awoken? Boy, oing, oing. But I don't want somebody waking up getting Manchurian candidate. Uh, they, 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 they've been uh, in a sleeper cell. Now, Avalanche Bob is the trigger. 
gonna pitch this to Homeland. Anybody know anybody over at Homeland? I might walk this upstairs. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom, this is Chris in Austin, Texas. Chris in Austin, Texas. What's going on tonight, Chris? Oh, I just watched the uh, draft lottery. And uh, have you heard anything about it yet? The only thing I heard is that the the New York Knicks came in fourth. Of course they did. Oh, look, it doesn't matter. They could come in first. They could come in 85th. Don't matter. (laughs) Well, He's I'm doomed. I'm, I'm doomed for a hundred years. I, I'm from New Jersey, so I uh, I grew up a Knicks fan, and I'm just used to it by now. I suppose I knew it was coming. So, anyway. yeah, of course, look fourth. That's the loser slot. That's the only thing you get. Danielle Marshall. That's a that's a Danielle Marshall zone. Michael Sweetney. Yeah. Antonio Daniels. That's who you get with the fourth, <laughs> the fourth pick. With the fourth pick. In the NBA draft, the New York Knicks select AP Mike, <laughs> Apex Tech. Did we'll you, take him. Did you go to Apex Tech? Where? You didn't go to Harvard. <laughs> Saying he went to Harvard. You're not a Harvard man. This guy's Harvard man. He's going to try to pass himself off as a Harvard man. <laughs> Look, I'm a Yale man. I could spot this from a mile away. <laughs> Sure, I don't love Harvard guys, but uh, I take offense to anybody trying to pass themselves off as an uh, Ivy Leaguer. You know who your rivals are. Yeah. With the fourth pick in the NBA draft, right? What if they picked AP Mike? Wouldn't that be the greatest thing ever? It would make my dreams come true. Hey, Mike. Where they- I, got a qu- I got a question for you, seriously. Um... When after you you screen this, uh, go ahead, go ahead, Chris. What, what you got for me, buddy? Uh, well, what, the reason that I called is I wanted to talk to you about this real life Sons of Anarchy thing that just happened this weekend in Waco, Texas. Yeah, like a hundred bikers killed each other or something. It was yeah, horrible. So it's insane. So I just finished watching Sons of Anarchy. I slogged through all whatever seven or six or seven seasons that it was and i just made myself finish it and as soon as i was done i was like i've been released from the grasp of this show that i kind of hate that i just have to finish yeah yeah and then it and then it followed me into real life because mm-hmm. i just finished it the other day and now it's this horrible awful thing that actually happened because every episode you watch there's like a mass murder and you're like that would never happen in real life and then it happened. Yeah, well the thing is, yeah, it would ha- it could happen in real life, but for some reason in 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 that show it never got reported on. Nobody ever <laughs> well, yeah. talked about it. And and what's happening now shows that it would be a giant news story because that's right. a national story. One shooting like uh, look, uh, it's horrible. People got killed. That's terrible. I, I I'm not uh, making light of that. It's terrible. I, I don't it, 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 people got to knock it off, man. Right? Knock it off. Well, well apparently the, there's a bunch of bikers that are now headed down to Texas to, like, settle the scores. It's that's great. really crazy. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how to solve it. This is a real uh, uplifting conversation to have at the top of the show. Sorry. Yeah. So these motorcycle guys went off and, and like, nine people died or something like that? 
nine people died. There's like 170 people involved in this. They, the police let a bunch of people out of out of jail early that were involved in it because they messed up. Is a it's a nightmare. But yeah, I mean, Sons of okay. Anarchy is like a hundred. Sons of Anarchy is like 150 Death Wish threes yeah. in a row. I'm sending a delegate. I'm sending a best show delegation down to intercept this <laughs> this gang on their way down. I'm sending AP Mike. I'm sending Dudio. And uh, who else? Who else from there? I'll send Avalanche Bob. <laughs> Avalanche Bob needs to be there. The three of them. I want them to just straight talk with this motorcycle gang. Right? What's the, na- what's the name of the gang that you'd send down? We don't have gangs, my friend. Anti-gang here. What's the name of the delegation? I don't know. AP Mike and the AP Mike Dudio uh, Avalanche Bob Axis of Peace. How's that? Sounds great. Mike can go down there and talk to them all about. Uh, 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 he can talk all about uh, uh, the, uh, the William Volman and uh, Dudio can ask them if if what they think of the nickname Dudio and Avalanche Bob can go. And then suddenly they'll go, hey, you know what? I don't think we're going to attack that gang anymore. And then you fast forward to those three guys running, right? It's like yeah. speed lines coming off the back of them. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. I'm being told. Is it a five is good, Mike? I'm being told right now that line, uh, this line, the hotline... Enough of the riffraff, enough of the the, the, the the normal people, the NPs. I'm being told that there's an FP, a famous person, on the hotline, that it's Chris Gethard. Is he? You heard, you heard wrong, Tom. You got more riffraff, unfortunately. More. See, that's the thing. You are both. You are like me. You're, 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 you got something going on, but you still feel like you're nobody. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Always in forever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what? You know what I mean with that? Is that why do I even have to say that? You know what I mean? You'd be, as if you'd be like, "No, I don't. I really don't know what that's like." It's the story of your life and my life, Chris Gethard. Well, there's a reason we became fast friends, and yeah. I think it's that we both uh, will never knock the chip off our shoulder, no matter how appropriate it may be. What's the earliest? Yeah, exactly. What's the earliest grudge you can think of in your life, Chris? You think what's the uh, first grudge that still is in your mind? I know exactly what it is. Deadly, I could say that genuinely. I, uh, when I was in kindergarten, five years old, one day, you know, you, you're in kindergarten, you go to the lunchroom, and everybody just runs to their table, and everybody has the brown bag that their mom packed, and you just kind of dump it out. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. how that works. And uh, we all dumped ours out, and there was a candy cane, like a small candy cane in the middle of the table, and none of us knew whose bag it came out of. And... Uh, we were all very concerned because we didn't want to eat candy that we didn't know the origin of. <laughs> and my friend Jeremy eventually ate it. And when I got home, my mom was like, did you get the surprise I packed in your lunch? And I immediately knew she met the candy cane. Yeah. I started crying, and I was mad at Jeremy, like furious, really legitimately very yeah. furious at Jeremy. Yeah. And we went on to have an ultra-competitive friendship for the rest of our entire lives. <laughs> that is fantastic. That and that's five. Five. You can say it five is at least not maybe not when it starts, but it's the 
It's the first one you can remember. Yeah, that's the first one that really crystallized into something that I held on to for years. You know what's going on right now, Chris? Right now, uh, Fred from Honolulu is trying, he's, he's Googling to see where he can buy you candy canes. Well, Fred's my guy. He's a real hard-working dude, and I'm so happy to have him at the Get Their Show table. Yeah. Um, when he moved all the way from Honolulu to New York City to literally the weirdest block in New York City yeah. in order to be a part of the Chris Gethard Show, I knew that I would take care of him forever, and I would embrace him as a part of my community. Well, he's all yours now. He he belongs to you, Chris. He was once He was once in my camp, and now Fred from Honolulu. And for people who don't know... This is a guy who listened to the best show and was uh, as obsessed with the best show as it got. And then the first sign of of the show was like, "Hey, we're gonna go away, and we're gonna, but we'll be back." And then a turn around, and he's just standing on your side of the street, and he he's looking at me like, "Wait, who are you again now?" And he jumped to the team Gethard so quickly, um, so. <laughs> No, but when you say he's on your side, this is this is the exciting thing, Chris. Yeah, yeah. You have done you did the you you did the Chris Gethard show for how how long did you do the Chris Gethard show for on uh, Manhattan Cable? Uh, we did it. We did it at UCB for almost two years, and then we did it on public access for four more years. Yeah. So you logged a good six years there, and then finally fate. And and good fortune and 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 deserved and deserved success all conspired to say to you, Chris. The Chris Gethard Show is going to be on an actual TV network now. And yeah. what what is that? And it's going to happen very soon, right? It's around the corner at this point. Yeah, our first episode is on TV on uh, Thursday, May twenty eighth. It's on the Fusion Network. Which uh, check your cable listings, making as you might have it. And uh, we are first taping. We're, we're putting the tapings online. It's a really progressive network. I'm the, I'm very psyched to be a part of it. And they're they're letting us live stream our tapings. And this is something you will enjoy hearing, Tom. Is that they asked us. Uh, they're going to let us live stream the tapings for free. Anybody can watch the tapings on Tuesday nights at eight. Uh-huh. And I specifically asked for that time because I was like, I don't, let's let's get it done before nine. I don't oh. want everyone. Too many of our people who, too many people who like our show, like your show better. So I want it to be done before the best show started, well, so oh they didn't all jump shit. Well, that's the most flattering thing. So now, what what the two of us are asking people to do, we're asking for a four hour commitment on Tuesday nights. You sit down in front of your computer, and you at eight p.m. you watch the Chris Gethard show. It's uh, the network is again, it's Fusion, not Fuse. Fusion, yeah. yeah, fusion. The lesser, the lesser known, but uh, but but more up and coming. Fusion. And wh- wh- where? What is the? Where? How do people find fusion? Uh, you can go to thechrisgethardshow.com and uh, it'll tell you everything you need to know about fusion and as it pertains to our show. And you can go to fusion.net as well, and everything is there. And starting the final next week? Is it next week? Yeah, it's next week. It's it's nuts. The reality of it has not quite set in for me, but yeah, it's next week. That is crazy. Next next Thursday, it airs on television, the twenty eighth. Yeah, it's bonkers. But but people can watch the streaming on the twenty sixth. Is that how it yeah. works? Twenty sixth at eight p.m. Streaming goes live. 
going to be a good time. We have some good guests lined up. We're actually announcing all the guests in the music black tomorrow. I was hoping it would be out of the bag so I could talk about it on the show tonight, but tomorrow morning we should be announcing all that. Look, that's it's fine. People got a little so this is like the. It's so funny that it's like, well, you're teasing when the announcement can come. Then it's like I wanted to get it done. It's so weird. Like working on public access, there's no rules, mm-hmm. and I just did whatever I wanted. And I'm like, it's like dumb to say, but I kind of assumed it would just keep working that way. But there's, mm-hmm. like, lawyers, and they yell at me a lot when I try to do stuff now. Mm-hmm. And they tell me I have to get a thumbs up from them before I do anything. And I've been yelled at a number of times, so I, I figured I have to cool it a little bit. Isn't it funny that you've navigated through how many episodes and how many years of the Chris Gethard show, and then suddenly you realized what a lawyer thought of what you were doing Without, without hesitation every single week, suddenly a lawyer took a, a look at it for the first time and they're like, hey, uh, we need to talk to you about a whole lot of things you've been, that you seem to be way too comfortable with thinking is, are normal. Well, the best, the best is they're actually, they are airing a whole bunch of our old episodes. They often like 20 of the old public access episodes and they've been showing them on the network to try to get people used to what we do. And we submitted a whole bunch, and it made me realize, like, I'm in so deep on the public access thing that things seem normal to me. And the notes that standards and practices were coming back with were the best. They were some of the best emails I've ever read. And we submitted, we had an episode last year where Hannibal Burris was on, and we were just straight up having phone sex with callers. Yeah. And we tried to submit that. I, like, actually was like, yeah, let's put this one on. It was really funny. And that was the only one standards and practices wrote back, and they the email just said the word no. Yeah. All it said was just no. That was their response to our phone set. No. Like, yeah, we are not even, the other ones, there are discussions that can be had. This one. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Let, we just have to say no to this guy straight up. It does not go further than the two, than the letter N and the letter O on this one. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was how much time they were willing to put into it, even being a discussion. Two shows. That is so funny. I, you know, one funny thing that when I, you, you have been married now, you're, cause you're, you, that's a, one of the great things about the show is that your, your life has been charted through it in a way. It's one of the great things about doing something for an extended run. And I want to say Chris Gethard is on the show right now and you can check out next, starting next week, the Chris Gethard show is back and it's on Fusion. Are you uh, are you uh, playing uh, uh, dominoes or something there? What is that? Uh, I hear me. Yeah, I hear clicking. Oh, I'm wandering the streets of Long Island City, <laughs> wandering through a somewhat dangerous neighborhood as we speak. It um, but I would say so. Next week, this time next, well, you know, eight eight p.m. 
next Tuesday, which is the 26th, you can watch the first episode of the Chris Gethard Show streaming the the raw feed, I guess you would call it, at 8 p.m. Go to thechrisgethardshow.com for for more information on that. And then it airs on television, on Fusion, on Thursday the 28th. It's very exciting. Yeah, I have... I have not yet received word. There's a guy who looks a lot like you who likes to sit in the background of our show. I have not received word on if he's defended yet. Well, we'll see. We'll find out. I've heard, I've heard about this guy who people think it's me and it has never been me. I've appeared on your show. Really remarkable. I've been on your show as a guest, but not. Yeah. I don't know why I would ever go down and just sit there. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. It's really odd. Like the guy when he shows up. He doesn't look that much like you, but for some reason, when he sits down and gets into it, he really—I see the resemblance. But it is—it's hilarious to me that uh, oh, how many tweets we both get about. It. Yeah, like why would that guy go to the episode when Slater Kinney is in studio, and then just stare at his phone the whole time? It's—he's a bizarre human being, that it's guy. Very I don't strange. know what to say about that guy. I don't know either, Chris. Now, one of the things, you get to chart your life get growing where you went from being at a certain point and then now you you got older and then you got married and now you're like you're like this different guy in some ways but you're still you forever. You're still the guy who can who can at the drop of a hat go, "Oh yeah, I was 5 when uh there's the first grudge. Take it I can bring that memory up in 3 <laughs> seconds." Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. I met your dad last year and I introduced myself and then uh he said I I was like, "Hey, I'm Tom." And he's like, "Oh, okay." And he, he, he like and I said, "Yeah, I'm the guy who does that radio show that your sons uh are and he was and the look on his face it just dropped. <laughs> and he was like, he's like, "Oh, that's you." And and he looked so just like, "Yeah, that yeah, that, my I've, mom came up to me at one point and was like, is that, is that the Tom from the radio that your brother calls all the time? She had a quiet confidence that that was good. Because, because your brother calls the show, he is the Greg, he, he calls himself the Gregulator and he is, uh, he is your, uh, he's a great, he is a great guy, but he's, uh, but he's like, it's like the two of you have the same elements, but you have them arranged differently. Yeah, in certain ways. I think uh, he enjoys he, his dream in life. I think it's to ultimately to be the nature boy Rick Flair. He wants to be a cocky heel. That's like his life's goal, and I think you've provided a platform where he's closer than he ever had. Yeah, to being a straight-up wrestling heel. But yeah, bad guy. He, <laughs> he is unbelievably ridiculous, your brother, but... uh it's, it's, he's, look, I don't, I don't want it to turn into the, first of all, this is not the forum for Greg. Greg can find his own time on this show. This is Chris. He often does. He often does. This is Chris's time right now. So how, how, taking the show, the, what are the big differences going to be between the, the, the show from Manhattan Cable and, uh, the, the upcoming version of the, of the Chris Gethard show? Well, the big one is that, you know, on public access, the show is an hour long and it had no commercials, so we have 58 minutes, and now it's going to be a half-hour show with commercials, so it's going to be 22 minutes long, so that's a pretty massive thing, and then I can say with, like, a lot of pride, 
outside of that, they're really going to let us go. They're going to let us do what we want. So pretty much all the changes are just like things we are choosing to do to try to go a little bigger, go a little better now that we actually have a budget. But they were really awesome. Like the network from the start, they were like, we want to be very clear. Like we saw the pilot you made for Comedy Central. We liked it. We saw what was good about it, but we don't want the Comedy Central show. We want the public access show. And I was just like, all right, let's do it. Like, these guys have their heads on straight, so they really want us to go big, and they really want us to just, like, make it interactive, talk to a lot of people, get ridiculous and, like, violent sometimes and weird some other times, and they're going to let us go. So totally it'll be pretty dead on the money to what the show's always been. Time-wise, we have to, we definitely have to rush a little bit. Because you you mentioned the Comedy Central view, the, the there was a version of the Chris Gethard show that you filmed a pilot for uh, for Comedy Central, which was also a half hour, right? Yeah, that also a half hour. Yeah. But but so there were things that, that's it's funny how that turned out to be kind of good in a way. You got that out of the way, and you could figure out what you could figure out what works and doesn't work, and now. It's all it's all systems go here on the uh, on the new show. Yeah, in a big way, you know, like the uh, the comedy central show. They almost wanted it to be like all the physical stuff, like Jackass. But I'm cool with that stuff. But Fusion, they're like, no, man, we want you to get emo with teenagers. We want teenagers talking about sad stuff with you and you finding a way to connect with kids. And to me, I'm like, well, that's my bread and butter. So let's do it. That's like what I've been waiting for here. So I don't know. It's like. I feel like you and I have talked about it privately so many times. It's just like you throw yourself against the wall and, like, keep trying, and you have to hope someone who has the ability to to see what's good about it actually embraces you. And I feel like I got that chance, and it felt like it was never going to happen. And I'm just really thankful, and I'm really excited. And, like, I think one of the good things that I've said straight up to everyone involved, like, I'm going to do it my way. So I can't promise you it'll be successful, but I promise you... It'll be something I'm proud of, and hopefully you're proud of it too, but I'm not going to... I have, like, foolishly attached my whole life and career to this for long enough that I'm not going to sell it out now. Like, I'm going to do it my way and try to make everybody proud. Yeah. And uh, I, I, you're, like, you're one of the dudes who has kept me going over the years. You have given me many private pep talks that meant more than I think you will ever know. Well... And, those are two-way streets, too, Chris. You know, they we're we're talking to each other with those things and kind of keeping because it it is a weird corner of the world uh, that we've both carved out this thing that it's 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 kind of like every everybody else kind of some sometimes just does a thing for a little bit and then it's like okay, well, where's the version that is just a job job and then. You and I seem to have signed up for these things that just don't necessarily have some end game, or <laughs> so. So yeah. yeah, in a big way. But it's been cool, and also all of the friends with Tom. Like you know, I can say genuinely, I don't want to get like too melodramatic, but when I go on the road as a stand-up, I was like opening for Mike Birbiglia at Tom last year, and so many fans of your radio show like, showed up and said hello, and it was just nice. It's like you can see that the. The best show fans are like the cooler, older cousins of the Gethard show fans. Yeah, it's been really nice, and you've had my back so hard. That's awesome. We've all got it. We've got each other's backs, buddy. You've a, you have a show to do in a little bit, right? So you got a boogie. 
Yeah, yeah, I should probably head out too. Sorry, I made that so much like uh, an emo love fest. No, look, you go do the thing. Look, everybody, you watch next week. Gethard show is back. You go to uh, you go to uh, uh, the chrisgethardshow dot com and you can watch it. Watch the stream on Tuesday. The show is on Fusion on Thursday, and uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm super excited about it. And congratulations, you. buddy, you deserve it. Thanks, Tom. Oh, and before I go, can I add? I was listening a few weeks ago to the best fictional characters of all time. Can I add one? I had a great sure. idea, but I didn't call in. I got shot. Here is my vote, and I think this should be very high on the list. Greatest okay. fictional characters of all time. Uh, Manti Teo's girlfriend. Manti Teo, the football player who made up his girlfriend who he was having the thing. Yes. He didn't he, make him up. He got catfished from afar. Yes, but he was... He got, that's true. I forgot about that. It's amazing. Said, that was like 9,000 stories ago, that thing. I just, to create a fictional character that someone actually gives a shout-out to on national television. That's like, Manti Teo gave his girlfriend a shout-out on national television. She wasn't even real. That's that's a marquee character. I'm with you, buddy. Look, I'm going to let you go. You go do the show. We will talk later and break a leg with the show. I'm super stoked for you. Thanks, Tom, and thanks for having my back. You're the best, and, uh, and thanks for uh, looking up. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Chris Gethard checking in. Next week, it all starts. Oh, jeepers, creepy. Look at this. What's up with the phone? Yeah, look. Connection wasn't so hot. I know that. I love this uh, this uh, line here. The, there's that, uh, wa- wa- what's his name? W- Wally Wacky Man. Do you know, is that a guy you know, Mike? It is? He doesn't look well in the picture. It looks like he's like in like a... Uh, like he's in like a tequila sunrise or something. If this guy was a non-FP, this call quality would have gotten him shuttled off in under a minute, right? Yeah, yeah, no, it would have. Absolutely. No. That's the perks, man. That's a, it's a privilege. We spotted him the difference because his, his phone wasn't so hot tonight. We spotted him the What am I gonna, what am I, get off my phone, Chris Gethard. Phone wasn't optimal. Well, we didn't have it. Wasn't like an ISDN line quality thing. Yeah, you got the point. You heard it. You said the thing. So yeah, yeah. And a regular person calls with that. Yeah, you get dumped. Sorry. I'm gonna spot the guy. The guy's an important person to me. One of the important people in my life. I'm gonna spot him that. I gotta get yelled at by, uh, like a, a pile of fabrics yelling at me now? Gotta yell? I'm getting yelled at it, uh, by, uh, uh, like I'm at, uh, fabric land. Getting yelled at by, uh, like a roll of fabric, like a bolt of fabric just yelled at me. What are we gonna do, Mike? What's that? Mike sang line two. And also, uh, by the way, the Chris Gethard show on the, the slot, the time slot on Wednesday nights was taken over by, uh, 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 my, my other friend. Not my other friend, because I have two friends. 
Now I got this, this puppets walking it back. This guy, his puppets, uh, going backwards with this thing, uh, the, 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 no, no, no yelling intended. Like this guy's walking this back, uh, uh, oh my, look at the, the tap dance. Gregory Hines didn't tap dance as much. Gregory Hines would look at this and go, oh, a lot of tap dancing. That's, that's a much more tap dancing than I'm, uh, than I, I enjoy. But yes, anyway, on Wednesday nights, you can now see, uh, uh, Brett Davis, the special, without Brett Davis. Is that what it's called? I think that's what it's called. I can't remember anymore. But you watch that. My buddy Brett Davis took over the slot. That's next level stuff, man. Brett Davis is coming up with. Love it. Oh, we're having fun. We're having fun. Now I'm getting told we're having fun. It's like, uh, uh, yeah, we're having fun. Nothing like being told you're having fun. Like I'm hooked to an e-meter. I feel like I'm in uh, the celebrity center. All right. Neither here nor there. I hope that everybody out there can recover, that they can find it in, that they can look and maybe uh, consult with their uh, their uh, pastor or... Uh, some sort of community leader to get past the fact that uh, Chris Gethard's phone was uh, lacking, uh, that, uh, that, that we can all pull together and as a community get stronger. Uh, Best show, you're on the air. Hello? Oh, hey, Tom. Hi, how are you? Hey, this is, I'm fine. This is Michael from North Carolina. Now look, Michael, to make a point, yeah. I'm going to have to pretend that your phone uh, line, that this Skype thing you're on, it was it Skype? Pardon? Are you on Skype? Uh, I am not. No, this is a regular cell phone, okay. uh, although it tends to not be that great at times. Are you orbiting Earth? It sounds like you're orbiting Earth a little bit, but like I'm talking Sorry. to an astronaut. Yeah. No, but I'm not going to know. I got I to now show that there's no such thing as a bad connection. It don't bother me. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, uh, I had a, a college radio show for the past four years, and uh, that's over now. And I just wanted to say uh, thanks for you for being a great host, because you were always someone I was really, uh, looked up to. So. Did you boost? You can admit it now. Show's over. You're out of the biz. You're out of the game. Yeah, it seems that way, yeah. What do you Were you boosting stuff from this show, right? You borrow a little bit here, a little bit there? No one knows. No, I've tried right? to make it pretty... Original, yeah, I don't know, your format wouldn't have really worked well with mine. Not yeah, like, but you yeah. take a little catchphrase here, a little joke there, right? Not the format. I wish I could, have, I sort of, I tried to borrow your sort of disposition towards uh, guests, like not having any sort of uh, patience. Would you have Larry the Squirrel, did he call? Larry the Squirrel? No. No? No, I, I, just, I would just sort of get like uh, various drunk people who somehow stumbled across the phone number. Okay, fair enough. But. Well, so what, 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 uh, what, what was the thing here? You want to, you, are you, are you want me to say something about that? No, I just wanted to say thanks to you. That was, okay, that well, was really I appreciate it. it. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad that this could have, uh, potentially been a factor inspiring you to try broadcasting. That's exciting because it's a fun thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a very, you, you sound pretty, uh, noncommittal there. Uh, all right. No, what what I mean, else is I, what, what else is going on, my friend? What else? Uh, nothing. Okay. Goodbye. Best show. You're on the air. Uh, hi, Tom. This is Will calling oh, from Montreal. This is a this is perverse now. 
this phone. This sounds like uh, talking through uh, Mark's, Mark Arms' uh, uh, fuzz pedal. What's what's up, buddy? Oh, it's that bad? No, uh, I'm it's actually fine. calling. It's fine, it's fine. Oh, okay. What, what's your name again? Uh, I'm actually calling. It's Will from Montreal. Will from Montreal. What's up tonight, Will? Uh, so I have a celebrity embarrassing meeting story. Okay. Well, let me ask you. Let me t- ask you this, Will. Montreal. Sure. Have you heard of the Montreal yeah. Sketch Fest? Have you heard of that? I have. Yeah. Will you be in attendance at any of the uh, shows? Well, I'm going to tell uh, you. Yeah, there is. Dead Dad's Club, the show that uh, Jason Gore, aka Dudio. And uh, Kristen Bartlett uh, do together will be uh, on Friday at the Montreal Sketch Fest, and Saturday. Yeah, that's the one I was looking at. Well, you're gonna have to see it. They're gonna be there. You can meet. You I'm can, excited. You can meet Dudio after the show. I can embarrass myself in front of new celebrities. Sure. Well, let's not push it. Dudio's not celebrity. <laughs> I mean, uh, no. It's he's he's uh, he's on the he's on the on the ascent. It's on the ascent. Okay. No, he's it's, it's in all seriousness. Dead Dad's Club is a great show. That's going to be Friday at uh, Montreal Sketch Fest, and Saturday Bridge and Tunnel, which also features uh, Dudio and uh, Kristen, will be at the Montreal Sketch Fest. So check those out if you're there. You're there. I will. I bring, am there. Bring some poutine, Here. right? What are you going to bring by the show? Some poutine. Uh, maybe some some hordies. pizza. Bring some hordies by. Yeah. What's that? Uh, what's that? What pizza? Uh, poutine pizza. Poutine it's pizza, pizza with poutine on it. That sounds sounds like a Canadian Kit Kat or not Kit Kat? What, what's the thing you got the peanut butter in the? What's that? You got my peanut butter in your don't? What is it? What's chocolate? that? What's that, Mike? Again, remember? Hey, you got my peanut butter in your chocolate. What was it? Reese's. Reese's. Do you have Reese's up there? Uh, yeah. Well, down here, it was a commercial where it was like, hey, you got your peanut butter in my chocolate. And then it's like, hey, I got my chocolate all over your peanut butter or something like that. <laughs> so that sounds like a Canadian uh, a Reese's situation where it's like, hey, you got your, your Canadian pizza in my poutine. <laughs> the Canadian pizza is not as good as chocolate. And I'll say this, though. First of all. Or peanut butter. Dudio ain't going up to Montreal to eat pizza up there. He's down here. Are you really going to go up there to eat pizza? Get a slice of uh, Montreal pizza? No offense. Could be your favorite thing on earth. But, but oh it, no, it's it's really bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I knew that. I was being polite. That pizza is uh, probably uh, it's probably like uh, cardboard, right? Cardboard with sauce all over it. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So. He's not going up there to be like, well, I got here. Where's where is your finest pizza establishment? I guess I shouldn't bring bagels or smoked meat. But what's no? But no, but that's what you should bring. You bring a thing that is a a a, 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 a delicacy that 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 is that no one can beat. There, like, what is the I'll Montreal? What is Montreal's uh, quiz uh, a dish that no one can beat? Like when the, when the, when well, the Montreal Canadiens are in the Stanley Cup and they, and the mayor, the mayor of Montreal makes a bet against the, another city. What is the thing they bet? See, it's usually the smoked meat. Okay. Do you want this guy to bring smoked meat to the show? He says yes, he does. 
Don't bring it. Like, don't. All right. Keep it in a. Keep it wrapped, though. Don't, like, don't. I want you eat it. Like, don't. I don't. He's going to be doing the show. This. 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 Uh, this. This sad, sad and touching human show. All saying he's going to hear out there. Blah, blah, blah. You <laughs> chewing. Oh, excuse me. Pardon me. Oh, I just got some. Uh, Poutine on my shirt. I got to get up here. Excuse me. Excuse me. Pardon me. Excuse me. Just show some some uh, some uh, some a clot, as you would call it, right? Is that what you call it? What's that? Um, mean? Does that mean class? What's class? I don't know. I went to community uh, college. I don't class. know this stuff. So what what's going on, buddy? What do you, what do you got? Uh, so uh, I have a very fresh, embarrassing meeting a celebrity story. Okay, let's hear it. Um, yesterday I met, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Really? The star yeah. of American Hustle, right? Yes. If the yes, movie the you want to see is American Hustle, press one now. <laughs> if the movie you want to see is Silver Linings Playbook. Remember when that, that movie phone thing had like the weird sound? You could tell they were just like patching it in from it. If the movie you want to see is Silver Linings Playbook. It sounds like a different guy at that point. <laughs> Silver Linings Playbook. So what happened? The original guy just wasn't around anymore. You saw um, her. So I, well, I talked to her because she, I guess she just flew into town yesterday to shoot X-Men. And uh, she stopped at the bar that I work, mm-hmm. uh, I run a pub quiz at. Mm-hmm. So I think that she just wanted to stop into a quiet bar where nothing was happening. Mm-hmm. But then I went up on stage and started doing this pub quiz. And they were super cool with it, and they played along. And uh, the whole time I was just like, that woman looks remarkably like Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I live in Montreal, so I didn't think that could be Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, but, yeah, I was uh, picking up their sheets, and then I was handing them back after marking it. And uh, her friend said, did we do well? And I said, eh, we did average. Mm-hmm. And then I just looked at her and she looked crestfallen. Oh, what? Look. All right. Look, did you did you humiliate her in any way? I don't think so. Okay. Well, did, look, what are you supposed to tell Jennifer Lawrence that she did amazing on the pub quiz when she didn't? Are you supposed I mean, to I lie? could have been a bit brighter. Well, yeah, you could have. What were you supposed to be? You won. I could have been like, "Oh, you did okay." Yeah, but I won. said, "It's average." Yeah, you shouldn't be going eh, to anybody in a in a in a uh, an establishment where uh, money's trading hands. Absolutely. If I was your boss, I, I would have been embarrassed I'd, I'd, if I'd, it wasn't. I would have been embarrassed if it wasn't an FP. Your boss should be talking to you right now about this. <laughs> Probably right? should be calling you in the office. What yeah. was your What was your name again? It's Will. Will? Hey, uh, Will. From Montreal. Can I talk to you in the office, please? Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Look here, buddy. Uh, I'm sorry to bring this up to you, buddy, but uh, you got to be more positive out there. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, these people are handing hand us loonies and toonies. Right? <laughs> yeah. Look. I, first of all, I apologize for that Canadian. That was, that was like uh, maple face. What I just did there, <laughs> right? It was disgusting. I liked it. It was disgusting. I liked it. 
No, it was, it was, it was uh, in, inexcusable. So, but yeah, you shouldn't be that way to any customers at all. It'd be nice. Be a nice no, You're guy. right. But she yeah. seems nice, right? She seemed cool. I like yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, she seemed awesome. One of the worst things that ever happened to her was she was on an episode of Monk, right? The show I worked mm-hmm. on, and she was in a mascot costume for pretty much the entire entire thing. Can you believe somebody like as, <laughs> as stunningly beautiful as Jennifer Lawrence, and then she's on Monk, and what do they what, what, what do they do? They throw a, a like a, a, a animal head on her, <laughs> and and she's like running around in this thing for like days at a time. Shameful, oh, man. Shameful. Well, Will, I hope you will be at the uh, the uh, shows at Montreal Sketchfest, Dead Dads Club on Friday, and uh, Bridge and Tunnel on Saturday. Bring that smoked meat by, uh, look for Jason Gore, uh, a.k.a. Dudio, and uh, yeah, have fun. Absolutely, I will do. Have a great night. The phone number, 201-332-3484. Couple open lines. Doesn't happen so much anymore. Couple open lines. 201-332-3484. Let's get some ladies calling. Enough of the, the dudes here. I feel, uh, feel like it's, uh, I feel, I feel like it's like a rush concert. I feel like I'm, I feel like a, like, we're only taking calls from the Rush concert. So, uh, everybody at the Rush concert, call 201-332-3484. Ladies only, Mike. You got me? So, David Letterman, the David Letterman uh, show ends tomorrow. Tomorrow it ends. The David Letterman. It's a good show, man. Well, it's not. Look, I don't watch it a whole lot anymore. I watched it a million. I watched a million episodes of this thing. I need to watch it every night. But it is hard to convey the impact that that show had on me. It is a, a monumental, the impact that David Letterman had on me with uh, the comedy. That that show brought forth. When I was a kid, I had a TV in my bedroom. That's right. TV, watch TV all night. Set some pretty unhealthy patterns. Yeah, I'm 10 and I'm up. Ten, ten, I'm watching Tom Snyder at ten and uh, I'm ten years old. I'm watching Tom Snyder, that's good. But I remember that first David Letterman show because I watched uh, the 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 summer show that he had on early mornings, like uh, like ten a.m. I think it was. I remember watching that, and and it being weird and and funny. But I don't remember much about it. I remember a cake exploding on one episode. But then. That show started uh, the late late night. I remember that first episode. So I watched that as it aired and was, it just was one of those things that just hit me. It was like, wow, holy moly, this is speaking to me because it was a, it was a, it was a huge difference in things. It just was a guy who was making fun of like everything. 
Like, nobody was making fun of everything. Like, the, the, the idea of being on a TV show he was making fun of. And the idea of television. The idea of anyone talking to anyone else from any position of authority in terms of, of uh, entertainment was being was being made fun of. So yeah, and then you think about it, Chris Elliott came out of that and uh, uh, so many people that have been important to me in so many different ways. Andy Breckman, uh, uh, Paul Sims and Adam Resnick and a million other people all worked there. It's important to me. So yes, we honor that because there would definitely be no best show if that thing wasn't what that was. Holy moly, I couldn't even imagine. You remember that show when it started, Mike? Oh, this, man, this guy. This is a commit yeah, qualifier. Yeah. Let's check that. What, what were you watching? You bird dog and chicks? I got. Can you come in here for one second, Mike? Somebody asked me a question to ask you, and I want to get your opinion on this. This was an important question. Do you know? Do you ever meet uh, Joey? Uh, uh, do you ever meet? Uh, remember that band, Gentleman Jesse? Yes. And uh, there was the, they had the song uh, that Gary the Squirrel turned into one of his anthem, "Hey AP Mike." Yes. Well, uh, a guy from the man, his men, Gentleman Jesse's band, his men. Uh, Joey Plunkett, great guy. He has a bar now in Nashville. Okay. Called uh, Dukes. All right. And it's nice. It's a really cool place. He opened it with, uh, uh, with, uh, Sarah, who was, uh, from up here. She was in the band called The Little Killers, and they both opened a bar down there. Okay. It's a really great bar, but he's running this bar now, Mm -hmm. and, uh, he wanted to know what you thought of Coors Banquet. <laughs> he was like, what What does Mike think? Is they had on tap Coors Banquet? Yeah, that, maybe. You know, I'm seeing these ads where they keep pushing the banquet beer and all this mm-hmm. stuff. But I didn't know that it's, it's, it's actually like a new beer called Coors Banquet. That's what it said on the, on the tap. Okay, all it's right. Like Coors Banquet. Okay, so yeah, it must be like a new brand they're pushing. Yeah. Uh, aside from... Regular cores and mm-hmm. cores light. Uh, we don't have it at masses, so I can't. Uh, I haven't tried it, so mm-hmm. I, I don't know much about it. Is there is that is that something that you'll have like a uh, like a board meeting at mass like a <laughs> like or is that just the kind of thing? It's like yeah, we're not adding that. <laughs> no, we 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 have limited uh, tap beer. Mm-hmm. You know, you've seen the establishment; it's yeah. it's rather small. And so the bar itself is rather small. So uh, our taps are supplied by Budweiser. Okay. And they, you know, so we specifically have to have a number of taps with Budweiser product okay. in it. And this is for Massa's Tavern in, in uh, yes. Bayonne. But uh, we, we don't sh- have any commercials on and no ads on the show tonight, Mike. <laughs> so we might as well talk about Massa's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and actually, I filled in last night, and I spent the. Actually, I watched the Letterman show all by myself mm-hmm. in the bar last night. Mm-hmm. Real excitement, but um, <laughs> we only have like one or two taps open uh, 
to other non-Budweiser products. Okay. So, of course, we have Coors Light. And then we have, like, a, a sort of tap that we've been trying different things. Right now, Yingling uh, is doing okay. We had uh, – uh, what's uh, and, and also we, we brought in uh, Michelob Ultra Light, okay. which uh, we noticed uh, ladies like. Okay. And, and, and for those rare <laughs> – the ladies for, like Michelob for, Ultra for, Light. For those rare evenings when there are ladies in the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we brought the Ultra Light Michelob in. Michelob Ultra Light. Yes. The ladies. Ladies. <laughs> ladies prefer it. Ladies. We've got Michelob Ultra Light tonight <laughs> on tap. Yeah. And now the ladies will be flocking to masses. So there's not a bit. There's not a. Uh, it doesn't seem like there'll be. Uh, Coors Banquet on on tap anytime soon. No, and and we I don't think we've ever had regular Coors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't even sell regular Coors. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what this banquet beer is. All right, I'm just relaying the okay. the, the message. Okay. Right, thank thank you, you, Mike. Thank <laughs> you. Who's good here? Should I go with one? Yeah. Best show. You're on the air. Hi, Tom. How's it going? Ah, it's going all right. Who's this? Uh, my name's Critty, and I'm from Toronto. Critty from Toronto. What's going on tonight, Critty? Um, well, I called you two weeks ago at the end of the show. To you gonna yell you. at me? Are you going to yell at me for my that that impression uh, I was doing? You're. I mean, I do appreciate the coining of the term maple face. Yeah, that's going to that, catch uh, on. We all appreciate that a lot um, because. I think that we're, you know, one of the last groups that's it's really okay to make fun of our Canadians. Look, Canada's great. I, I agree. I love it. <laughs> Toronto's an awesome city. Uh, it's it's not too bad. I like it here. Oh, not too bad, huh? I think I it's awesome. Throw, I I also think it's awesome. I don't know why you're throwing it under the bus. Who's I the Canadian? Who hates Canada now? Uh, I I I, uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm uh, I'm under the gun here right now. No, no I do I'm, like Canada a lot. But is there a point? Like, is there a point when somebody's like goofing goofing around with Canada where you're just like you don't get to you don't get to tease us, right? You feel that sometimes. Well, a lot of the time, like I mean, I have a lot of American friends, um, and they make fun of how I speak a lot of the time. Um, but, like, my friends are, from, a lot of them are from, like, kind of, like, western Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like they, their their voices are just, like, all their vowels are, like, real flat all the time. Not well, not southern flat, but, right. like, well, really flat. Well, that's what you just like, did. You just, you might as well have done a, uh, <laughs> you might as well have been on one of those fan boats with the voice you just did. <laughs> no, do you know what I mean? Like, if they're saying, like, oh, I hope I, I hope I can make out with that guy. And we would say, like, make out. With make out with that guy, maybe not ooch, as much as some people would choose to make fun of our accent, but like out, out, out. I'm sorry, I have a lot of issues with it. <laughs> I love, I love Toronto. I think it's awesome. It I, is, I, it's, it's one of my favorite cities by far. I'd rather live there than in New York. Well, um, you definitely uh, should maybe come and do a show here or something like that. Don't worry. We're working on it. Yeah, it'll be pretty good. There's one other thing. What do you think? What do you think? We forgot? 
I don't worry. I don't. How can I forget listen, Toronto? People forget us all. You kidding? The, do you know that Morrissey won't come to Canada because Native Canadians club seals, and he made a big deal about it like four or five years ago, and he won't. He won't come here, even though like he's only going to cancel the show anyway. Well, that's obviously what was going to happen, but he still won't come back. And like he plays in plenty of other places that do much. And, not to say that Clubbing Seals isn't awful, but it's a thing. There's, they would be overpopulated otherwise, blah, 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 blah. But, All right, you know, anyway, so we do get left out sometimes. Okay, this is what I'll say. I love Toronto. It's great. You know what it's like? <laughs> it's like New York, but you take off that top 10% and, I rem- the, bo- and I the bottom you- 20%. That's exactly what it's like. Who wouldn't want to live in that place? The it's, best 70 Baby New York, yeah. You can walk around the whole thing. Not the yeah. whole thing, but a good yeah. chunk of it. And you got Young Street, right? Yeah, I live. I live off of Queen Street. Do you know Queen Street? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, that's that's where I live. It's wonderful. You got everything up there. That's what yeah, the first bat fight I ever saw in my life was on the street that was on Young Street. Do you say bat fight? Yeah, I saw two guys swinging bat, a bat at each other. It was one of the best, Christ. one of the greatest things I've ever seen. The one guy had a I, bat, and he was swinging the bat at the other guy. And he was hitting him. There weren't. He wasn't hitting him in the head. He was hitting like body shots with this bat. And then the other dude wrestled the bat away from the guy and then started hitting the other guy with the same bat. It's one of the best things I've ever seen. I don't understand that in your small amount of time that you spent here, you got to see something that amazing. I've never seen anything that amazing. Seeing a bat fight. Look. (laughs) Pretty magical. You're not going to get any. You're going to get any argument from me. You got. You got a, a, a great city. Well, thank you. Well, we look forward to having you. Um, if you do come, I will bring you what I think is the greatest Canadian food, which is tortillere. Do you know what tortilla? Have you ever heard of that? Hold on. Tortilla? Tortillere. Tortillere. What is tortilla? Yeah. What is tortilla? It's, uh, it's like a meat pie. Yeah, I don't eat meat. Sorry. Oh, well. I ain't eating that. Maybe they'll be more for you. Well, okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll bring one anyway um, for maybe any friends who would eat a tortilla in public. Small slices. It's really rich. Okay. Um, so- there, sorry, there was one other thing. Uh, two weeks ago, I told you I would send you a picture of myself and Ron Jeremy. Yes. Uh, after spending many nights logging into old uh, MySpace accounts and uh, photo buckets. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, I I'm looking, it and I yeah. I'm looking on Twitter you. right now. I'm seeing a picture of you with Ron Jeremy. From oh, 2003. He's wearing, it looks like he's wearing a Royal Truck shirt. Um, I don't know if you noticed in the background the uh, the banner says, Penetrate Deeper. No, no, I know. Oh, don't worry. I noticed that. It's, uh, I was just, I'm trying to run a classy show here. Look, I'm trying to run, uh, this is not a, I'm trying to run a family-friendly show here. This is not uh, This is not like Channel 5 After Hours uh, like it is up there. You throw it on and they're, they're playing an unedited Boogie Nights. <laughs> Do you know that they used to have, like, on Channel 7 here, City TV Blue Movies? That's, like, something very, of probably my age group. They would, like, be after 11, they would play the Blue Movies on our local CTV station. They were like, you know. Look, 
All right. Not too terrible. Do you realize I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I, I walked back in my teasing of, because look, I, I feel like I should be able to needle uh, Canada. First of all, you're in Toronto. That's not even Canada. Every, every other city in Canada hates you guys. Well, I, I mean, I don't know if they, if they, if they know us all, if they've oh, no, been no, they here. Hate you. They think you want to be American. They can't stand well, Toronto. You're going to go talk to somebody from Quebec City about Toronto? Well, I mean, I have met a lot of, like, bands traveling through and people and stuff like that. I feel like every time, they're at least nice to our faces. If they're, if they're custody behind our back, uh, that's their prerogative, I guess. But, yeah, but you know, um, they. You know they are. You look, look, drop the thing. You no, know they, fine. you know they are. You know I they know, hate you guys. You know it. Yeah, right? but they hate that's you. Jealousy, right? Like we have a lot of awesome things, and I'm not Jesus. Now I'm going to sound like a real jerk. I don't mean it like that. Um, but I don't. I don't know. I, I get. Yeah, I know that a lot of people hate Toronto. I understand that. Um, but nobody hates I, it more I, than Canadians. I know. I, I guess I just personally. You don't want to take on the hate for the city of Toronto. You don't have all. to. You don't have to. I know, but you know, when your mind goes down one of those little little wormholes, you end up thinking, "Man, I'm just oh, you don't worry. a don't, hated I, person." Don't worry about it, Critty. You're doing <laughs> fine. Okay. Thanks so much. It was really nice to talk to you, Tom. I hope that you have a good night. It was great talking to you. I'll tell you this though, I'm mm-hmm. still going to tease uh, Canada a little bit because I feel like. I because you, you know I well I don't want to pass because it makes it sound like I'm uh like like trying to be like like uh, no but I you don't I, need my I, pass. I'm teasing I'm teasing everybody here. I know I know and you know what um it's it's funny and you make me giggle so that's all that matters I guess. Exactly. Who's your favorite exactly. band? Who's your favorite musical act from Toronto? From Toronto, my keep favorite it, my, my own my own band, Patty Cake. Patty Cake. <laughs> well, what's your band Patty sound like? Um, we're like a 60s girl group meets a 90s girl group, sort of like Supremes meets Hole. I have backup singers, and uh, it's pretty awesome. We're putting out a new record. I will send it to you. Please do. Have you heard, yeah. uh, I think the, the American equivalent to what you do is a guy named Avalanche Bob. I don't know if you've heard of him. He, uh... You know what? I We've been trying to like put together a tour. We've been trying to get together. But do you know how hard it is, especially in the last few weeks, well, the last week or so, it's impossible to get through to Avalanche Bob or any of his people. Okay. Now you're pushing it. Okay. You have okay. a great night, Gritty. Bye. Bye. Besho, you're on the air. Hey. Hey. Hello? Who's this? You... Hello. Hello? Hi. Hey. How's it going? It's going all right. Who's this? This is Hannah. Are you mad at me? No, I can I your phone's a little wonky. I'm just trying to I'm trying to get a get a balance going here where you can hear me and I can hear you. Oh, okay. Is this good? That's better. Awesome. Sorry, I had you on speakerphone. That's all right. Mike, what, what's your name? Hannon. Hannon. Hannon from Toronto. Another Toronto call. What's going on in, in Toronto who, who, tonight? Wait, who who called you from Toronto? We just had Critty on the line. Critty? Her name was Critty, K-R-I-T-T-Y. Oh, I don't know her. That's weird. So, Hannon. Hannon, yeah. How are you tonight? Uh, Mike, pardon? How are you tonight? 
I'm good. I'm good. I was just about to go to a soccer game and thought I'd give you a a ring. Who's who? Who are you gonna? Who's playing soccer tonight? Me. Oh, you're playing. Yeah, yeah. All you right. have uh, you have some sports fans too. There are some sports fans. Mm-hmm. Everybody listens. Sports fans, sports haters, comic <laughs> yeah. book dorks, puppets. You're so diverse. Yeah, we get we get everybody in here. It's That's nice. nice. Yes. That's why I listen. Well, thank you, Hannon. Yeah, no problem. I uh, I was a bit nervous because Mike, when I got on, I thought I was talking to you right away. No, that was and Mike. It was it was just Mike, and not just Mike. Mike was great. Um, but then he said, "What do you want to talk about?" And he said, "I, I don't know." He's like, "Well, hurry!" <laughs> and then I had fifteen minutes to think about it. And I overthink it. Well, you, 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 it's fine. When, when you heard me do that Toronto voice, were you just like, Arr! Yeah, I was so upset. No, you weren't. Were you really? Yeah. Even, cause even when you answered and you went, who is this? I thought you were already mad at me. No, not mad. Why would I yeah. be mad? I don't know. I know you're not mad, but you know, you got that tone. I was like, I don't want him to hate me. I don't hate you, Hannon. Thanks, dude. All right. Well. I'm uh, I'm uh, calling because my my buddy Ryan actually he was complaining a bunch. He got this phone, a piece of phone, broken phone or something. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and it was so small. He was really upset by it. And I well, thought it was really funny. What am I supposed to tell you? We, we did, what did I say? We were going to send him half the phone. I know, I know. I was like, why are you acting like such a dip? And I said, I'll call him and I'll figure it out. Yeah. And I'll ask him what his problem is. So. Well. You tell, I tell him to send it back to me. I'll send him two dollars. How about that? Is that what he wants? I'll buy it off him for two dollars. Okay, okay. Well, I'm sure he's, uh, he's fuming about this right now. Fuming. What is everybody that twist? Everybody's that twisted. Gets yeah, fuming. I know. Well, everybody. Oh. Like, how much phone could they? What kind of phone did you think they you smashed? Yeah. You know. He thinks he's the only one who ordered the thing. Yeah, I know. Apparently, doesn't he know that you have sports fans? I, I appreciate him ordering it, but it, uh, okay. You go play, uh, go play your game, and I appreciate you calling. I don't want you to be late. And uh, okay, thank you. I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Thanks for uh, letting me on. Okay, Have a good day. You too. Best show. You're on the air. Hello, Tom. Hello. It's well. It's, how are you, ma'am? Ma'am. Ma'am. This is a sir. Okay. What's going on? What's uh, your name? Pierre from Ottawa. What's Sorry, your... I was listening to the live stream. That's all right. What's a long time. Well, what's your name, sir? Pierre. Pierre. From Ottawa, because everybody from Canada is calling in right now. Yes. It's hot. Hot um, stuff. I just wanted to say that Tortier is not very delicious. Okay. Hello? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm hearing you. Loud and clear. Okay. Uh, Tortier. The meat pie. Not so good. Not so good. My mom makes an okay one, and sometimes will make a vegetarian one for me during Christmas time, but I wouldn't recommend it all the time. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's been quite a while listening to you. That's all right. Don't worry. It's a, you're, you're, you're giving us the side of things from our, 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 our brethren to the north, right? So, when you heard that Canadian voice I was doing, were you just like, oh, this makes me so mad? Um, 
It doesn't make me mad. I don't know if I talk like that or not. Um, I was kind of raised all over the place, so I don't think I really got it as much as everybody else. All right. Well. But I do appreciate the term maple face, though. Yeah. That's going to catch on. Let's let's hope not. Uh, Goodbye. Okay. I guess calling from an arcade. I think I heard. Oh, this is a bad batch of calls, man. Canada not acquitting themselves. Best show, you're on the air. Hey there, Tom. This is Marion Cambridge, but I'm actually uh, from Maine. You're from Maine. I am, and, and I was thinking about that when you were talking about David Letterman. Yes. Um, and I, the only time that I've watched David Letterman was uh, about 25 years ago. He did a bit where there was uh, some some tests that came out that showed that Bangor, Maine, the town that I was from, had the smallest, uh, the fewest number of people that were watching the David Letterman show. And it was a huge uproar in our towny, tiny little town mm-hmm. that became very anti-David Letterman. Well, you were already anti-David Letterman because you weren't watching the show. Yeah, that was true as well. You know, we were all farmers. We were uh, sleeping in... Going to bed early, actually going to bed early so we could wake up early. Yeah, you weren't sleeping in. It was the opposite of sleeping in. Exactly, exactly. You got to get out there and work the fields, right? That's right, that's right. And we were, um, we were baking cakes from scratch. And that's actually, um, for a while I've been wanting to call you up and tell you this story of, uh, this, this bad decision I made as a kid that I feel like I need you, Tom, to put into perspective. What's that? So, um, so I grew up in the country, and we made everything from scratch, and that didn't seem interesting at the time. It was just what you did. And uh, uh, when I was, like, 10 years old or something like that, I spent the summer near my aunt in Connecticut, and I made a chocolate cake. I made a chocolate cake from scratch, and she kind of went crazy about it and how incredible this cake was. Um and then she said that her birthday was coming up, and she was having a big birthday party, and there's going to be all kinds of people there and all kinds of fancy pants people um and she would pay me fifty dollars which is a ton of money she'd pay me fifty dollars if i would make um several cakes for this party uh and i was talking about this with someone and they said oh well she was probably uh she just hadn't had a cake from scratch because you can buy cake mixes at the store and use those cake mixes to make a cake so i thought i was brilliant because the cake mix was pretty cheap and I went to the store and I bought all of these cake mixes um, and then I showed up at her birthday party with all of these people who were excited to have this cake with this store-bought cake and that Tom that story has been weighing on me for uh, for years and years and years the guilt of making a store-bought cake and what, 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 when people saw you, were they, I mean, were they just giving you the, the, they were looking away? Like it was the most yes, shameful? my aunt was. My aunt immediately knew. My, my aunt immediately knew, and she uh, didn't really know what to tell her friends, um, because she had raved about this case. Oh, my goodness. Coming. I can't believe. Oh, what am I ever going to tell my friends? Yeah, how many times? Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. You tell you eat the cake. Make eye contact with her. You shut your mouth, eat the cake. That's what you tell her, right? You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, I gotta tell you, you you, with the cake, you had the thing. I thought it wasn't the. It was gonna be from scratch. 
It's, uh, but it was store-bought ingredients. Uh, you really just eat the cake. She never asked me to make a cake again, yeah, though. Good, good. So I guess maybe that was an upside. That no, was good for you. You'd be stuck making cakes for the rest of your life. <laughs> exactly. What's her What's her Thank specialty? What, what's she making that's so amazing? Everybody can't wait to eat. Can't wait to shove it in their mouths. Nothing. That's why she Nothing. had to hire me to do yeah, it. Yeah. Actually, you, that's probably exactly it. Can't you tell her? Jump in a lake, right? <laughs> tell her to go till the crops, right? The oh, soil needs released. to be the soil needs to be rotated. You tell her. You tell her to zip it. I'm going to tell her to let them eat cake. You just tell whatever you, cake I make. You don't you tell her? You, what? you watch your mouth. That's what you tell her. Is she is she older? Is she like old? No, nope. Is she? Ever, I mean, did, this this also was a story from like thirty years ago. Uh, I, I I don't even know if she remembers it. Yeah. Then you know what you tell her? You say you remember that cake thing, and she'll go, "Oh, yeah. I, I sort of do." You go, "Well, I really do remember it. You scarred me with it, you battle axe, right?" Yeah, That's what you tell she kind of did actually. Yeah. You tell her you owe me three thousand dollars for psychic damage. Yeah, yeah, and and some like eggs and sugar and right, well, cocoa now you're, powder. Now, you, you, now you're pushing it. You're, I'm siding with your aunt now. What did you buy? You bought a box of Duncan Hines and you tried to get away with it. Look, neither of you're right on this one, but um, you, but you listen. Your aunt don't, so I'm siding with you. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. But yeah, like go, go, go. Let your aunt give your aunt a business at the next holiday. All right. Okay. Do you think she still remembers? I'll have to test it to see like what her reaction is when she when I ask her. Yeah. Well, you let me know. I appreciate okay. it. Okay. You have Thank to get. You, Mom, you have I appreciate to, are, it. Is this? Are you up already for the for the next morning's uh, farm duties? Are you? Is this? I'm like, not. I I don't live on the farm anymore. I, I am in the Boston area. I live in Cambridge. Okay. Well, uh, so this is definitely much later that I'm staying awake, but uh, uh-huh. Tuesday night is the night I stay awake late. Well, I appreciate it. You have a grand evening. Thanks for calling. Thank you, Tom. Ah, best show tonight. Weird show. Got a weird show going on. Sometimes they're weird. Not sure what to do. Great. It's always great when they follow a TV thing with the weird show. Neither here nor there. What are you going to do? We got a fun, fun night. Phone number 201-332-3484. And let's go to the phones now. Besho, you're on the air. Hey, is this Tom? This is Tom. Tom, it's Matthew Tompkins from Shout Theatrical Filmworks. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Matthew Tompkins. Hey, how are you? Good, good. Long, long time no talk, right? It has been, yeah. Yeah. So from the shout, wait, you said... You said theatrical film works? Is that what you that's, said? That's correct. Yes, yes, yes. Because you were the head of the Shout TV network. Oh, well, look, I still rule Shout Television with a crisp, untucked iron shirt, but you're also talking with the head of Shout's new theatrical film division. How exciting is that? That is pretty exciting. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank you. Things have been off the chain at Shout lately. Have you heard that term before? Off the chain. Yes, I have. I thought it was on the chain. 
but but it's off the chain. Off the chain means that it's wild, and on the chain means you know that it's 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 contained and it can't go anywhere. Well, think if you think of it like a like a a dog, right? Like uh, like if there's a dog who who seems like he'd be like out of control, right? You're, you're not worried if somebody's like, well, that dog is on the chain. It's like, okay, good, he's on the chain. We're okay. Yeah, ma- makes sense now, I guess, right? Uh-huh. But then if he's off the chain, it's like, look out here, that dog. Gonna get you in the juggler. That dog might get you in the jugular. Yeah, sure will. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting. This is so you're 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 really kind of um, stra- You know, it's because you've been uh, the you've been running the TV side of things over at Shout for a long right. time, and you know, yeah, yeah. you'll yeah. call and tell us about the shows and uh, how how is everything Shout Network wise. Before we talk about this new endeavor, well, are you, you uh, ratings are good and the shows are good and all that? They are insane. Ratings are are off the chain. I'm literally showering with liquefied money, Tom. That's not an exaggeration. I, I'm not sure what that means. Oh yeah, you never heard of this? No. Oh, all kinds of uh, Hollywood bigwigs do this. We um, what we do is. We, you know, we don't use big denominations, but we'll, you know, we'll use like Kennedy uh, half dollars and, you know, those, those uh, you know, the, those coins that are out of circulation, like, you know, like the dollars, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. coinage, and we'll melt those down. Okay. And, and we run them through a filter. It's, it's, it's not for everybody. No one's supposed to know about this. Okay. And then we, uh, you know, we run them through our, our, our plumbing. We shower in liquid money, and I mean I, I'm not under understanding the appeal of it. It doesn't seem like, I mean, the point of a shower, as far as I see it, is to just to get clean. Yeah, this doesn't really do that. This makes you dirtier, but you're showering with money, so it's cool, right? So it's like a power trip, a little bit. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I guess if, 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 if considering that you're so. Successful, I guess maybe that's and the powerful co- and, and and powerful. Thank you. I guess I guess those what? are. I guess it, 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 the, you showering with liquefied money is a uh, kind of it, 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 it's it's a status uh, mm-hmm. symbol, right? Sure, sure. So what what are some of the things uh, that what, what's going on with the uh, shout network? Are you ready? Are you strapped in? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your helmet on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's what we got coming this summer. Several very exciting shows. Okay. Okay. First up, mm-hmm. the Runway Bride. The Runaway Bride. The uh, is that like a TV adaptation of the the movie? What movie? The it's a, 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 a Richard Gere uh, Julia Roberts movie, where she always is leaving guys at the altar. Hmm. Not ringing a bell of any kind whatsoever. No, this is a fun sitcom about a gorgeous jet blue flight attendant who can't stop saying yes to suitors of all creeds, colors, and persuasions. Oh, I, I'm, that doesn't sound great. I'm sorry. That, that, that one's not clicking for me. Um, so, she's saying yes, like she's, She's like the run runaway bride who Yeah, but it, it's it's on a runway. Oh, the runway yes. bride. Oh, I said okay. she was a flight attendant. 
Okay. I, I But she's say she's always getting married? Yes. At the on the plane? On the plane, yes. It just so happens that every flight there's a minister on board. But how if you get married, you are married. You don't just keep getting married. You have to get unmarried. What are you giving notes? No, I'm just I'm just not sure of the logic of this whole thing. Oh, well, huh. All right, well. Is that, is that, is, that's not the only new show you've got, is it? No! Um, because, you know, look, with this show, I gotta say, I don't like it. Hello? Oh, I thought you were going to say, I love it. Like, that's that catchphrase you do. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. I, I was like just saying, it. Uh, I love it. Yeah, no, no, no. I was just saying I don't like this runway bride show. Oh. Well, yeah. perhaps you'll like Ketis's kids. What is that? Ketis's kids. Ketis's kids. What is, I don't even know. I'm not even sure what that, is that a... What is what does Ketis's kids mean? All right, here here you go. Ketis's kids is a dramedy that answers the age old question: What happens when rock slash rap's best singer inherits a Montana boarding school? Oh, Ketis. Oh, I thought it was like a foreign word or something. I thought it was one word. Ketis's kids. No, I thought Anthony it was like Ketis's kids. Oh, okay. Anthony Kiedis, the guy from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Exactly, yes. He inherits yes. a boarding school? Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Well, I mean, and it's it's uh, fictional? Of course it is. He okay. stars in it. So he plays himself on it? Yes. So on Kiedis's kids? It's like MASH when Alan Alda played himself. Well, he did not play himself on MASH. Sure he did. Alan Alda? Yes. No, he played Hawkeye. That's him. Oh, jeez, I don't know. Yeah, no, all no. All right. So we, you don't so, like that one. No. Um, all right, look. Let's move on. Sure, sure. First date, first band. First state, first band. Yeah. What? What is that? Okay. Eternal morbidity, decapitated werewolf. Sacred Atrocity and others compete to become the biggest grindcore band in Delaware. <laughs> okay, that's. It seems like it might have a, a narrow, uh, kind of narrow. Uh, oh, what? Uh, appeal. No, everyone's into grindcore now. Really? Oh yeah. I thought like disco was the thing everyone was into. Oh, that's over already. Everyone's into the grindcore now. Oh, okay. I gotta get into it then. Okay, here's what else you gotta get into. What's that? Porky and Beth. Porgy and Beth. No, Porky and Beth. Po what? Porky and Beth. I'm not sure what, what, please explain that, Matthew. It's a great new laugher we got about two friends. Yeah. One of them is Beth, and she's thin. The other, Porky, is plump. But she does all these very funny physical things that normal people do, and it's really hilarious because you don't expect a large person to be able to do those things. Okay. I mean, that sounds a little uh, 
I mean, can I be? I can be uh, truthful here. Oh, of course. I mean, it's a. It sounds a little condescending. You don't like any of my shows. I mean, usually, I, I usually I can't get enough of the shout network. Well, I think you'll love this one. Okay, what is it? That Power Pop show. That Power Pop. What is that Power Pop show? That Power Pop show. It's hosted by Rodney Bingenheimer, Todd Winsley, and Jim Morlinson. Mm. And it's a great music show about what's going on in the always exciting world of Power Pop. Um, okay, I, I know who uh, Rodney Bingenheimer is. But who were the other two guys? Todd, was it Todd Winsley? Yeah. And Jim something? Jim Morlinson. Are you serious? You don't know these guys? Um, I, I don't know who that is. They're only the two funniest power pop comedians in America. Power, what is a power pop comedian? You don't know about this? No. Oh, well, for example, part of Todd's act is he does this great bit about what if Paul Collins was in the Ruba News? Okay. And it goes, it goes like, it goes something like this. Like, hey, we gotta dirty up these guitars, you guys. You're being bigger wusses than Peter Case. Okay, so that's like a... That's funny. You don't think that's funny? No, no, I get it. I get it. It's just so it's like power pop. (laughs) It's power pop based humor, like stand up. Yes, yeah. And then Jim does this great riff on, on, (laughs) if the Artful Dodger from, from Oliver was in Artful Dodger, the power pop band. Okay. He does this song, consider yourself Chilton-esque, consider yourself on Columbia. There's other other lines, but I can't remember them. I mean, that's really specific. Yeah. That's like, okay, no, it sound, that sounds like a winner. No, I guess it doesn't. All right, well, maybe this will sound like a winner to you. Uh-huh. Bigfoot, private eye. Okay, what is Bigfoot, private eye? A hairy Neanderthal solves crimes in the Pacific Northwest in the mid-70s. Uh-huh. There's this one amazing scene where Bill Walton is missing. Yeah. And Bigfoot tracks him to a remote cabin in Oregon where he finds Bill Walton and Phil Lesh smoking out and jamming on two tailors. So, so Bigfoot, Sasquatch, yes, yeah. is a private eye. You showed, you showed him respect and called him by his given name, Sasquatch. Yeah. And he, Props to you. Okay, and he's so Bill Walton is in the, the, one of the episodes. Yeah, that is that. I would that one sounds good. I'm into that one. Okay, well, I think you'll love this next one too. Uh huh. Orphan Purple. I don't know what that is. I actually haven't seen this yet, but from what I'm told, it's a a hot English chick uh, plays all these different roles. A hot ing. Okay, so. That's like the only reason it exists is because she's hot. Well, no, I don't know. I haven't. Seen, I told you I, I ain't seen it yet. Well, it sounds a little. It, it sounds a little undercooked. I guess that you don't well, know. Maybe you're undercooked. Okay. Well, maybe the show is undercooked. Also, if okay, I'm. I think you're, okay. If, well, shut up and and here's another one for you. Oh, all right. Okay. Total badass. Uh huh. Yeah. What What is total badass? Total Badass is a game show where people do things that aren't really that impressive in hopes of seeing their friend describe them as being a total badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Huh. And wh- whomever is described as the biggest total badass wins. 
So, so it's a show where people are doing not particularly amazing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To see if their friends will describe them as a total badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's followed by a similar show called Killing It. And on that show, are people not necessarily killing it? Have you seen this? Have you? No, no, I haven't. I'm Were just... you at the Upfronts? No, I was not at the Shout Network Upfronts. Okay, all right. So, okay, you nailed it, though. Uh huh. That's what it is. Okay, well, I would, I would watch. I would, I might watch Total Badass. Okay, all right, Tom. You know, I'd be lying if I said this next show wasn't a little bit inspired by the Empire Records uh, show, you know. But, mm-hmm. uh, I'll, you know, I'll also be honest here. It's way better than what they're doing. For Empire? Yeah. What? What is What is it? It's called P.O. Box 1. P.O. Box 1? Yeah. What? What is that? It's the story of the struggles and triumphs of SST Records, the premier indie punk record label of the 80s. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a it's like a, a a series documenting that. Yeah, yeah, two hour long drama. Wow. Yeah. Like, who who is in it? Well, you're not going to believe this. Zach Efron stars as Greg Ginn. Okay. Okay. Jim Norton plays Chuck Dukowski. All right. And Rob Pattinson plays Mugger. Huh. Well, yeah. that actually sounds that that's, that one sounds pretty good. Pretty. It's it's great, and there's this incredibly tense scene where Dukowski pulls a machine gun on Greg Ginn because Ginn refuses to not release October Faction's second factionalization album. He refuses to not release it. Yeah. Uh huh. He, he insists on putting it out. Wow, so that's a, that's actually that seems like well look okay that I that show that one uh, I'm hooked on that one. Well, if if all goes well with this one, yeah, and I think and it does as, as well as I think it'll do. Mm-hmm. We're gonna launch Discord House in 2016. Discord House, yeah. yeah. What what is that gonna be? Well, we're already in talks with Billy Zane to play Ian Mackay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his audition tape was amazing. Billy Zane. Oh yeah. Would play Ian Mackay. Yes, yeah, yeah. Hmm. His reading of the scene where Ian takes that little striped sweatband off his wrist, you know, that he always wore all those all those Myron Threat shows, mm-hmm. and and he ceremoniously hands it to Jeff Nelson after completing his vocal take for Stumped, which of course was their last song. It's utterly Emmy worthy. Really, and this is just in the just in the the reading of the scene. The, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. imagine what it's like when he's doing when the lighting it. is there. Yeah. Yeah. It's well lit. Wow. Wow. Okay. Those are those are interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, also, we got coming up a confederacy of dancers. A confederacy of dancers. Yeah. I'm not sure what that is. You know, I'm not either. I'll be honest. I I just bought the title. Uh huh. But I, I'm open to pitches. Have you got anything for a confederacy? What, what do you see this as? Maybe it's like a, a dancing, like hot dog salesman or something. 
Didn't he run a hot dog cart in that book? Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm writing this down. Hot dog. And it, well, it has to be from the South, right? Because it has the word Confederacy in there. It has to take place in the olden days. I, I guess so, that, so, right? What was that guy's name? General Lee? No, that was a car. That was the car from the from the Dukes of Hazard. And was it the guy from the war, though? Like it, they didn't drive his corpse, did they? No, 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 no. The 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 car was not also General Lee. The car was called the General Lee. I'm thinking of the car the monsters drove. What is that? Wasn't their car made of humans? What is the monsters? Yeah, I don't I even know. The monsters. That's, mon- that's the monsters. You're kidding. Oh my god, that's so embarrassing. I always thought it was the monsters. Herman Monster? No, it's Munster. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Please um, don't tell anyone I, I flubbed that so bad. Oh, look, everybody gets one a little wrong. Okay. Well, maybe that is a wrong one, but here's a right one. Okay. For for the love of David. What is that? It's a Scientology sitcom. <laughs> wow, a Scientology sitcom. Yeah, yeah. It's about the hijinks the members of the Sea Org get up to when their way cool leader is away doing way cool things. David, like David, what's it, David Miscavige? Yeah, yeah. So, like, when he's away, the rest of the Sea Org... the we'll play. Yeah, so he'll, what is he like? Hey, I'm going to go to the, I'm going to take a helicopter to the Celebrity Center. Exactly, yeah. And yeah. then they're like. See what Trav and uh, and, and Cruz are up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to play ping pong or something. Yeah, okay. Trav, is that? Go, yeah, that's, that's John Travolta. No, I knew, I knew who you oh. were talking, I didn't know Trav was a. A nickname for him. Oh but... yeah, that's what that's what we higher ups call him. Okay, Trav. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So look, those shows are great. Mm-hmm. I'm also really excited about this new venture that that I'm about to explore. Okay. It's a whole block of TV shows based on apps. Apps like yeah. like apps on an iPhone apps. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. Well, check it out. I got remarried since I, I last spoke with you. Yeah. Back in, was that December? It probably was, yeah. I think it was. I think mm-hmm. it was. Anyway, I got the idea from my new young wife, Chung Lee. Okay. And, she, you know, she's always on on her iPhone, like, all the time, day and night, mm-hmm. especially late at night. I'll wake up in the middle of the night, and I'll, I'll look over, and she's on that phone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's playing with these apps all the time, and... um so, uh, so her that's... favorite app, her favorite apps are. Um, hang on, I I wrote them down. Um, Tinder, uh, eHarmony, Playtime, something called Ashley Madison, and, and a few others. So I'm, I want to make shows out of those. Uh huh. Well, yeah. um, Matthew, I'm not gonna. It's not my place to exactly go into that but i'm gonna just let's let that kind of go it's that's not my it's not my place to really uh the less you know about that that the better we'll, we'll let's pl- move forward okay 
Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, let's get down to the actual reason I'm calling you, okay? Okay. Tom, if you'll recall, a couple years ago, I told you about an exciting thing we were launching. Thursday pod blog day night. Yes. Remember it? Mm-hmm, of course. Four exciting, hilarious, and riveting hours of podcast and blog-related programming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um... We have shows that are like uh, America's Funniest Podcast Bloopers, uh, the Blog Pod Bunch, a great sitcom that's taken off for us. The, we had a, uh, a crime drama called The Instagram Arsons. We had a great detective show uh, that's, that's just doing gangbusters called Pods. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, our end-of-the-night um, commentary show, The Rundown. Mm-hmm. Where kind of like that's the end. That's so it's like those are all the shows and it ends with like a like a a, whatever, like a panel type thing at the end. Yeah. I mean, look, I personally haven't been keeping up with uh, those shows, but I do know that that block is very popular. It's true. You would not believe how big these shows are. The ratings are through the roof. I'll tell you, man, we can't keep these action figures on the shelves. Action figures? Yeah. What do you mean by action figures? Well, I mean, who knew that kids like to play with toys that look like adults who look like kids? Kids play with toys depicting adults that look like kids. Yeah, all the stars from our our podcasting show. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. Well, that's, I, I, I did not know that either. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, these shows are so successful, mm-hmm. we're going to start making podcast movies. Podcast movies? Yeah, yeah. Can you tell me more about that? Well, you want to hear some titles? Yeah. Well, off the top of my head, let me let me see here. Um, and I don't have them written down, so I'll just have to try to remember them. Mm-hmm. Um, Podvengers... Uh, Podfellas, the microphone on the kitchen counter, some like it pod, an RSS feed to remember. What else? Uh, podcast crashers. Oh, podcaster, where art thou? There will be wave files, uh, background noise, a sure thing, the big podbowski, uh, the lady podcasts, American podcaster, the condenser mic in grandma's handbag, uh, 50 shades of pod, Captain Phillips 2, I'm the podcaster now. Uh, I lost my files. I love mics. An evening with Pod Stewart. What else? Uh, the Pod Ultimatum. Omnidirectional Love. The Taking of Pelham MP3. Um, what else? Ten Reasons I Hate Your Podcast. Twelve Angry Podcasters. The Fort Green Podcasters Club. Uh, what else? Podcaster, uh, Podcast at Tiffany's. That's a, that's a, a a classic um, voices in the garage, SpongeBob, Pod Pants, the six comedians. I hope this is recording. Uh, the podcast is coming from inside the apartment. Potterella. A few more. Uh, the podcaster who knew too much. Podhood. The last podcaster on the left. The podcaster must die. Who's got the cast? Uh, Pod with the wind. iPodbot. Uh, Poddington, the podcasting bear. That's of course for the kids. Mm-hmm. We're very excited to have three films directed by Cameron Crowe in the pipeline. Um, almost famous podcaster, 
say anything into the microphone. Uh, of course, Fast Times at Podcast High. Um, we're also very excited about these very lucrative franchises that we're, that we're starting to build. Um, uh, what are they? The, uh, the Podcast and the Furious, Pod Wars, uh, Pod Max. That's a post-apocalyptic uh, desert race to upload files. Uh, the Podcast Games. It's like the Hunger Games where the winner gets to interview Louis C.K. Okay. Um, and we have the, the whole um, L.A. Jones series. L.A. Jones? Yeah. What is that? Well, um, you know, it's like uh, Indiana Jones, but it's it's L.A. Jones. So we have like L.A. Jones and the Temple of Pod. Um, so. I dropped my Perrier. You all right? Mm-hmm. The bottle's gold, so it's hard to hold on to. Wow, you really are doing well. I am, yeah. Um, oh, th- uh, there's also L.A. Jones and the Lost Garage Band files. Okay. Yeah. From the L.A. Jones movie franchise. Yep. Yeah. Um, but look, here's why I'm calling you, all right? Uh-huh. Why? I'm very, very excited. I'm Strapped uh, in? Yeah, I'm, I am. You didn't get unstrapped. I from did the not. First no, time. no, I've, I've stayed strapped in. Great. Okay. Well, the other day I saw you and the kid who looks like he's in an Echo and the Bunnyman tribute band on Huffington Post TV. Yes. Yes. Well, at the end of that segment, the interviewer referred to you as the Podfather. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. That is. Uh... Well, I mean, it's it's something I'm not into. For a variety of reasons, it's uh, it's a, it's not my f- look. Just one reason, factually, at, like if you're gonna say whoever the Podfather is, you might as well say Adam Curry from MTV is the actual Podfather. <laughs> Nobody remembers that blow dried Aryan blowhard anymore. Okay. Okay. No, sir. You. Or the true Podfather, uh-huh. as far as shout theatrical films is concerned, and as such, it is you who will be the star of our Podfather trilogy. Pod fighting is bad. Podfather trilogy. Yes. Okay, you know what? I God help me. I want to hear more about whatever the Podfather trilogy is. Okay. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Close your eyes, okay? Mm-hmm, okay. Because I, I, I want you to see it in your mind, all right? Okay. Drink this in, okay? Our story starts at the turn of the century. An immigrant child sneaking his way into the U.S. His name? Ferd Sharpling. His only possession is a portable radio, which he listens to all the time. His goal is to come to America and make it on the radio pretending to do a rambling talk show in which Ferd and four of his comedian buddies sit around and shoot the breeze with seemingly no rhyme or reason or justification of why they're even on the mic. That's his dream. That's his dream, yeah. So Ferd tries to go to a radio station in New York City Mm -hmm. to show him what he can do, right? Yeah. And they give him a shot. And he sits around on the air with Jack Benny and Chico Marx. Yeah. And they just shoot the breeze for an hour with no comedy at all planned. And the program director flips 
out, and he kicks them out of the building. Okay. So Ferd beats the program director with his radio, and he kills him. He beats him with the, the his prized yes. radio. Yes, he's dead. Okay. And so this gives Ferd the inspiration to take over broadcasting in his own way. And he does it. And he becomes the Podfather. Okay. All right, fast forward 40 years. Uh-huh. Podfather is running all the rambling radio in the New York area. Right? He's got it with an iron hand. He has three sons. Mm-hmm. Tom, Ron, and Igor. And they're in the family business, too. Okay. But Ron gets mixed up with a rival gang of podcasters, and he gets mowed down at a toll booth. But Tom vows revenge, and he starts running the family business. And he eventually gets so powerful that he forces cousin Brucie to do the Freddy while blindfolded on the Staten Island Expressway. Yeah. Just to show the power that he's got. But Tom, yeah, Tom isn't content with just taking over podcasting. He has his eyes set on real political power. His goal is to get JFK to join him doing a rambling interview with him and four of his comedy buddies. Okay. But the, pow- but the power craps out and the system pushes back against him, crushing Tom and the entire Sharpling family. And the movie ends with Tom and his family working at a radio hut, doing a rambling show in one of those portable black cassette recorders. So what do you think? Huh. Well, it certainly has a lot of scope to it. It covers, like, decades. It does, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 big. Well, it's the- it's a trilogy. Yeah, The Podfather. It's, and it's, it's, okay. You don't sound into it. It's, it's, it's a lot to take in. It's a lot, it's just a lot to take in. Well, do you want to do it or not? I don't know if acting is my thing necessarily. You know, it's never been my calling and this doesn't. I saw, I saw you on TV recently. You're like an older Jack Webb. An older Jack Webb? Yes. Okay. I mean, that's, I didn't, never thought of myself as an, as any version of Jack Webb. Oh, yeah. You got the the haircut and everything. A Jack, no, Jack Webb had like a, like a flat top. That's you. No, no, I do not have a flat top. I thought you did. He's got like a brush cut. Yeah, that's what we call you, Tommy Brush Cut. Okay. Well, then you might be looking at somebody different because that's not me. Like, I, I, I am looking at something. What the, what the hell? What? It's Chung Lee. Okay. What, what is she doing down there? Matthew? Yeah. What, what, what's going on? Chung Lee said she was going to be giving late-night Pilates lessons to her night students. Uh-huh. Well, I'm looking through my very expensive gold telescope, 
I'm looking at my gated condo's front entrance, 30 stories below. Yeah. And I'm seeing Chung Lee cozying up to and laughing with a young man who looks like a cross between Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg. Like a cross between Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. I mean, those two are, are... That's not exactly two very different sounding people. No. Like, those guys are pretty similar looking. They are, yeah. And this Claude totally has that JV college wrestler hoping to make it to regionals look. Oh, no! Oh, they're kissing! Chung Lee, no! Matthew? Yes. How, how You said you're 30 stories up? Yeah. How how is it that I can hear uh, them honking from from that far away? Oh, that's not them honking. That's me. That's not them honking. I don't know what that means. That makes no sense. Yeah, this penthouse has two horns. Why? Wait, what has uh, two, what has I've two, had enough of this? What has two horns? Wait, what was that? What? what is that? Matthew, what is that? What are you doing? I'm launching very expensive furniture and priceless art down onto those two adulteresses oars. You're launching? Yes. How are you launching things? With my pentapult. A p- pentapult. What is a... What, what is a pentapult? It's a penthouse catapult. All the big Hollywood uh, bigwigs have them. Penthouse catapults? Yeah. I'm not even sure what that is. Oh, no. What? Oh, no. I just hit that bastard with an Ottoman Empire era Ottoman. From 30 stories up? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Well, Well... that sounds horribly dangerous from that far. Is is he okay? Tom, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. When one's head pops off, that's not really fixable, is it? No, no. When somebody's head pops off, no, I doubt that's fixable. Oh no, what am I gonna do? Um, I don't I don't know. conversation ever occurred but watch my programs and please do the pod the podfather please um i don't know if i'm gonna do the podfather oh no the catapult spun around and hit me in the face oh no when he just hung up oh boy ka lean Green. Oh yes. Oh guys, best show back. How we doing?
How are we doing, Mike? Doing good? Good. All right. We got the phones over at 201-332-3484. One open line. You want to get in on it, you call now. Best show, you're on the air. This is Jack Klugman. Who is this? This is Jack Klugman. Jack Klugman. What's up, Jack? How you doing, Tom? Uh, you got the, uh, Chris Getter there tonight. Uh, is, he, is he still around? Um, no, he's not. He called in. Uh, that oh, was not... that's a shame. I was hoping I'd get to be on the air with him, say hello to Chris Gethard. You know, he and I used to do a thing, you know, he, he started in the theater, like I started in the theater. I used to call in sometimes when he was doing the Chris Gethard show over on the Manhattan, the MNN on the cable channels, you know. I used to call in, make a couple of jokes with, uh, with Chris Gethard and the Bobby Moynihan and these guys. You know, they had a pretty good time. They were receptive to me, but after a while, you know, they wouldn't let me come on the show, do my own thing. So, you know, I, we, 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 we went our separate ways eventually. But, you know, I wish him well. I know he's got this thing coming on the, the fusion soon. Uh, maybe, you know, I'll be involved in some way. I mean, I, oh, I appreciate him because so he started on fun. the stage. You know, he started at the UCB Theater. And then he went uh, and he went on the TV. People forget. People forget, uh, Mr. Tom Sharpling, that, you know, I was a theater actor before I was on The Odd Couple on TV. I replaced Walter Matthau in 1966 in the original uh, Broadway production of The Odd Couple. So, yeah, I was on the stage before, you know, whatever was on the TV with Tony Randall. Oh, not funny. Sorry, buddy. That's terrible. Oh, boy. Yeah, no, I know he wasn't doing that, Mike. Don't worry. You would never let that guy through. What's that? He saved that for me. Boy, what a treat. Like a cat dropping a mouse in front of a dead mouse in front of you. Saved it. What a pile of trash that call was. Guy better take a good long look in the mirror. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. How are you? Doing pretty good. Who's this? Z-Man. Z-Man. What's up? Yeah. Oh, I know you. Oh, yeah. What, what's up, Z-Man? Not too much. Um, how's the yeah, How's the baby? Oh, she's wonderful. She uh, she finally got to meet her uncle uh, H Man today. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he flew in and uh, he, he's around for a while, and he was uh, just over the moon. He's been so eagerly anticipating. He's one of the few close family people that was a missing puzzle piece. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, she's uh, you know she's just so wonderful. She's you know the light of my life. That's truly great. Yep. What's on your mind, Z-Man? Well, you know, uh, I, I heard uh, last last week's show, uh, you know, I was listening to, like, the second half later on, and I uh, heard you had some pretty harsh words for uh, the Muppets and Gonzo in particular. No, I got, look, I got no problem with the Muppets other than uh, I don't like them. <laughs> you Muppet yeah. fans, I'll tell you this, man, you Muppet fans... 
There was a, there was a, I can't think of a less, uh, less touchy group than these Muppet fans. You say, why well, you look, you look sideways at a Muppet. These people are all over you. Everybody's yeah. supposed to be in a, a lockstep. Muppets. Supposed to love them, right? But you like the old stuff, right? Do I? Well, I thought I got that vibe from you, like, you know, when Jim Henson was alive, like, you know, the classic stuff. I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Well, they would be on Saturday Night Live, and they bombed. They bombed on Saturday Night Live. Oh, well, oh, that, that whole Muppet crew, yeah, they, they were a different yeah. thing. But, yeah. but then, you know, then after that, from that, they and went on And then John Henson did the Muppets, right? On the Muppet show, right? Jim Henson? John Henson. <laughs> Which one is well, it, Jim or John? Which bro- it was two brothers, right? <laughs> no, it was Jim. He had a son named John. Okay, so Jim Henson is the main guy. Yep. And he did what? The Muppets. You know, he, he did all the voices and everything. <laughs> Not all of them. He, you know, he created the thing, and then he got some other people involved. Like what Muppet was? What? Well, first of all, what Muppet is your favorite Muppet? Like, like if I'm gonna f- fall for the for a Muppet, who should I be checking out? Like, well, that's the thing. My favorite, Gonzo. <laughs> oh, that, that that seems like uh, uh, the. It seems like it seems like there'd be certain auditions going on, and in the room it would be uh, uh, Jackie Earl Haley and Gonzo. Be the <laughs> only ones up for certain movie parts. I guess I could see that. What What do you like about him? I don't know. I think as a kid, I, I always related to him as like the ultimate outsider, weirdo kind of kind of guy and i always kind of felt like that uh that guy on the outside okay all right you didn't like any of the other ones oh i like plenty of the other ones you just kind of you know uh specifically you know had that connection like who like give me one oh, look i that gonzo it's not going to happen that's a terrible <laughs> that's a but terrible I mean, muppet well, that, that's a yeah. bad muppet by muppet <laughs> standards <laughs> who who okay. who's a muppet you like do you like fonzie bear He's good, and you can't go wrong with Herman the Frog. Look, no, Mike was wrong on that. It turns out his name was Kermit the Frog. And I corrected him, but he kept insisting it was Herman the Frog. It was Kermit the Frog. Yep. So what I say is, with these Muppets, I mean, what do you think this Muppet show is going to be? Well, I mean, they they put out a little user video saying it looks like it uh it's going for that whole kind of um handheld but i did a teaser thing last week i teased you guys for like 20 minutes about it <laughs> so like like a short trailer oh okay a different kind of tea i thought it meant like i was teasing you guys about how lousy this muppet thing's gonna be right right but no yeah we we, we got a little glimpse and you know us muppet fans we, we we're still like you know we might be the harshest critics sometimes. We're like, you know, we want the stuff to be good. Yeah, both so of well. you, right? <laughs> Isn't it funny that one movie was called Muppet Muppet Most Muppets Most Wanted, but nobody wanted it, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's unfortunate. The I don't bomb. Know what happened on that uh, that box office thing? You know, and yeah. especially because I know I know some of the guys who you know work on that stuff. So you uh-huh. know, I you know, I'm so fast for them. It was called Muppets Least Wanted. Is what they probably should have called it in retrospect, right? Maybe, but I don't think that would have helped help their uh, their case or their ticket sales. 
They probably should. You know what they probably, if they wanted people to see that movie, you know what they probably should have called it? I don't know. Fast and Furious 8. <laughs> and then just yeah. like people go in, they're like, wait, this isn't a Muppet. This isn't a Vin Diesel movie. It's a, although it might take people a little bit of adjusting to figure out that because Vin, <laughs> Vin Diesel has like a Muppet yeah, quality. Just given him one of those little celebrity cameos and that would have tricked him. And that, that would have been like fulfilled the Fast and Furious quota to be like, oh, okay, maybe it is. I see that scene has a car. Yeah, in you it. could fool that some of those, has- those Fast and the Furious fans. Three card Monty's waiting to make a comeback with the with those guys in mind. Are Muppet fans uh, better or worse? What's that? Are Muppet fans better worse. or worse? No, they're worse because they don't stop. They don't, <laughs> a Fast and the Furious fan will probably just like either punch you or or, or flip you off and then walk away. A, Mupp- a Muppet fan wants to have it out with you and try to convince you. It's like a, a Muppet fans. It's like you're the Lyndon Larouche uh, supporters of uh, of. Uh, Entertainment. But go outside the bank. I mean, the post office will be Muppet fans out there passing out literature next. Mm. Look, God bless you. I hope this Muppet TV show is the... I hope I have to eat my words with it. I hope this Muppet TV show is a Grand Slam of a show. Now, Grand Slams, that's sports. I don't know if you know that. That's... uh. <laughs> I've heard of, I've heard of these things. Yeah, it's a, it's a sports reference. Okay, um, right. What, what, you you have that the ball. Sure, the and, Muppets um, did a parody of that at one point, right? Right. Maybe some sort of take me out to the ball game or something, right? Probably. <clears throat> who's on first? Did the Muppets sure. ever do Who's on first? I don't know that they've done that. Uh huh. So, look, I hope this Muppet thing is a. Has it's just everybody loves it, and I'm I, the first thing I got to say is you know what I was wrong about that Muppet show. That is a great show. I just got a bad feeling about it. Just got a bad yeah, I feeling. Mean, uh, I'm, I'm I'm a wait and see guy. You know, I want it to do well regardless mm-hmm. because you know if if the Muppets can't cut it, what does a guy uh, like me have a chance to you know make it in puppetry? No, right, maybe we should end on that statement. Okay. The, the Muppets can't make it. What does a guy like me stand to make it in puppetry? Look, you're going to make it. Hang in there. Look, I hope. Look for your sake. I hope this Muppet thing is a hit, and then you get a job. Maybe you get to op- operate your favorite Muppet. Yeah, I Who mean, knows, you know, right? It, yeah, maybe, or just maybe that it, you know, it proves uh, that there's still uh, still a market for puppet uh, stuff out. Yeah, there, maybe you know? they bring that show Dinosaurs back next, right? <laughs> Did anyone like that show? Dinosaur. I mean, uh, you know, I liked that. I was a kid when it was on. Yeah, but, you, were, uh, you were two at the time. I you, you, you were playing drums on uh, Gray's Love of All. You didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a great reference. Look, Z-Man. <laughs> I'm just picturing that video in my head right people now. People love, people look. You, you've got your community of Muppet lovers, right? Sure. What happens when the apocalypse goes down? Are you Muppet lovers going to all like form a, a village or something? Right? I, I, haven't, I haven't talked to them about it yet. Muppet Arms, right? You call it Muppet Arms, and the funny thing is because arms are what you use to operate puppets. 
Is Muppet a phrase that anybody has can legally use, or is that like copyrighted? No. Oh, oh no, oh no, yeah, not Sesame Street can't even use it anymore. Uh, okay. Disney owns the word, uh-huh. so you know it was. They were once all under you know one company, but now Fraggles, Muppets, and Sesame characters are all Fraggles. Separate. What's that? Fraggle Rock. Was oh, Fraggle Rock. In, yeah, in the eighties. And yeah, all all they were all you know Jim Henson's uh, Muppet characters, mm-hmm. but now Disney owns the term. And now the Muppets are a group of characters, the movie from 2011, and the new show. If that's not you know confusing. <laughs> so any new Muppets are 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 owned by Disney. Yeah, if they're going to be officially called Muppets, yes. What about that snooze of a Muppet who was like the main Muppet in that last Muppet thing, right? Which one? Irv, or whatever his name was, the new Muppet. I'm guessing you're talking about Walter? Walter. Okay. I'm, I'm very friendly with his performers, so you're not going to hear a bad word about Walter. Okay. Yeah, but that, that, but that, uh, that look. Look, the guy, did that guy invent Walter? I don't know what the process is. Look, I mean, I'm, look, yeah. I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to put you in an uncomfortable position. <laughs> I hope the guy. I'm sure the guy's Walter's a great guy. On me. Oh look, like the whole thing. Look, I'll say this: all these guys are talented. Everybody's, of course, they're talented. These puppeteers. These are the these are the best puppeteers going. The the men and women operating these Muppets are are second to none. I'm sure, right? Yeah, I would I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe you get in there, you do one of the chickens or something, right? Yeah. Hey, I'd be honored to do a chicken. What other ones are there? Like what? I I liked Fonzie Bear when I was a kid. I liked him. Not so nuts. Uh, I didn't like Miss Piggy. Didn't like Kermit. What other ones are there? Who who would I like? I didn't like the Swedish Animal? Chef. Animal didn't like. Bunsen and Beaker. No, didn't like them. I liked uh, the band. I like the, the I like the the one with the the woman with the tooth in the band. Okay, yeah. I Janice? Is her name Janice? Oh, well, the main guy has the gold to his doctor teeth, and Janice doctor. is the girl with her eyes closed. Yeah, the one who looks like Joni Mitchell, kind of. Right? I guess. Right? She's got, a, sure. like, a Joni Mitchell quality. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too familiar with Joni Mitchell. I know I know of her and her name. Mm-hmm. And, uh-huh. But, but, yeah. She actually looked like Ricky Lee Jones a little bit, too. I know her less. Yeah. Okay. Well, as a puppeteer, right. these are you got to study faces, my friend. Okay. As a puppeteer, you got to study faces, and you got to figure out who these puppets should be, and then you embody them. Right. Sure. Yeah. That's Carly hard. Simon. There's also a Carly Simon quality. That's what Bad Guy Zero is saying. The uh, uh, Janice has a, a Carly Simon quality to her. Okay. Yeah. Well, look here. Here's one thing I want to run by you because you like you like Muppets, you like uh, you like vo- funny voices and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Do you know who Harry Shearer is? Have you heard of Harry Shearer? Oh, of course, yes. Well, this guy he's quitting The Simpsons, right? As far as I know, yeah. Or, but it seems like to me like it's a it's a power, it's a money, uh, it's a money play. Is what I that's my read on it, right? Yeah, it's, it's- it's hard to tell. I don't know. I've heard different things. So, and, so, so what in the Muppet community? You guys talk about the thing? No, I just just reading online. You know, they're saying he felt like he wasn't free to work on other projects mm-hmm. or something. Okay, well, here's my here. Look, 
here's my here's my play. It's called show business. It's not called show friendship. So for the next half hour, I, and look, I, I'm not a company man. I don't side with corporations ever. I, I think you burn them all down. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? We should be in a, a war right now in the streets. People burning down uh, uh, corporations and uh, CEOs r- hiding for their lives because uh, it should just be full on. The bleep should be going down twenty four seven. You know what I mean? The class war. It's time for the class war. So, <laughs> so we should have no time for for Muppets or puppets or any of this stuff. So, you know, but that's not where we're at right now. So mm-hmm. that said, th- this guy uh, Harry Shearer, by all accounts, he's a he's a, a, a five star load uh, from from every from people I know who know him. And uh, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm I'm looking to uh, replace him on The Simpsons. I'll do any of his voices. I'm offering Fox a 99% discount on whatever his rate is. Um, <laughs> I will do the voices and any voice I can't figure out. And I don't even know which ones he does on it. I know he does Mr. Burns, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like... What? What, whatever ones I can't figure out, the listeners can help figure out, and we'll do like a package deal. I'll throw the listeners like some money if they do a voice that I can't do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hashtag for the next uh, forty minutes, replace Harry. Is the hashtag? Sounds good. So n- help me with this. Name Z Man, and what what's your first name actually for the Zach. listeners? I know it's Zach, but. Zach, I didn't want to ID you as Zach if you didn't choose to be. No, I don't know. I just figured it's the easy way to identify myself. Of course. Of course. And for new listeners who uh, who are who who are finding the show based on the uh, the late night with Seth Meyers, uh, the only thing I say to you is uh, come back next week. Also, we'll 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 string it together. It won't just be uh, fifteen disgruntled Canadians talking for twenty minutes at a time. Um, <laughs> So, you come back again. The show's a, gr- a, a grower. We'll 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 win you over next week too. Like this is so. It's Harry, replace Harry is this hat. Let's do that as a hashtag. Replace Harry, right? Because I'm going to run this guy out of business. This Harry Shearer. So, if anybody's got a uh, got a uh, well, help me with this Z man. What what's a voice that he does on The Simpsons? Flanders. Uh, Flanders. Flanders. So, Flan- okay, let's do one at a time. Okay. Flanders. That's that's Mr. Uh, uh, Burns' uh, assistant, right? No, that's Smithers. Flanders is the neighbor. Oh, Flanders is the neighbor. Well, hardly ho there, neighbor. Uh, how's it going there, uh, right? Hey there, Homer. Oh, uh, right? Isn't that like if what I, he does? If, if I were LG, oh, he'd be hired. Oh, geez, Rod and Todd. Let's, uh, why don't we go to church? Hardly ho, right? You got the job as far as I'm concerned. Look, that's the first time I've ever even tried to do that dumb voice. And I, I, 90% of the way there. So we got that one. Mark that and pull it as a clip for my reel. Uh, so wh- who else is there? Uh, Principal Skinner. Uh, well, you have to see here. Uh, Bart Simpson, you did it again. You trashed the men's, the boys' locker room. Bart. Get in here. Right? Good, good. That's not bad. Again, 80% there. First time I'm trying. Who else? 
Burns, Mr. Burns? Well, let's see here, Simpson. Excellent. Okay, we got that one. There's three. And what else? Smithers. He also does Smithers. Smithers? What's Smithers? He's like, uh, well, Mr. Burns, the thing we have to do here is, uh, well, you know Homer Simpson. He's the guy who uh, you fired eight times, right? Yep. Okay, not too far uh, off target. Maybe a listener plugs that one in. Who, who else? Kent Brockman, the newscaster. Kent Brockman, the newscaster, right? That's uh, that's uh, my two cents, right? Was it? He's like, what? What is that? Uh, help me with that one. What is that? He's like, give me something he'd say. Um, uh, today in Springfield News, I don't know. Today in Springfield News, maybe we'll, a listener can do Kent Brockman. Okay. I'll throw a listener three. We get the gig. You get three hundred bucks. We'll just patch it. We'll just come to the studio. You just patch us in. Okay. Kent Brockman's uh, up for a listener. If you think you can do Kent Brockman, you call 201-332-3484. I'll put you on the list. Who else? Uh, I'm running out of ideas, but I feel like I've overstayed my welcome. <laughs> no, no, no. You're helping me with this, uh, Z-Man, Zach. You're helping me. Who else does uh, Harry Shearer do on The Simpsons? What other characters? I mean, uh, he does the music teacher, Mr. Largo, but he doesn't talk much, I don't think. Um, Lenny? Uh, you know, uh, Homer's friend who works for the plant and goes to the bar. Oh, hey there, Homer. Uh, well, we're going, me and, uh, me and, uh, with Lenny and who? What's the other one? Uh, Carl? Yeah, me Carl. and Carl are going back to the, we're going over to Moe's. You coming with us? Seventy-five percent there on that one. Who else? I'm trying to look it up now because I'm, I'm running out of the, the big ones. Yeah, you're help. You're helping me, Zach. I'll throw. I'll, I'll throw you a hundred. I'll throw you a hundred bucks for every episode I do. <laughs> for this, you put it for your kid's college fund. I'm still waiting for, uh, until she's old enough to get hung up on. Well, that'll take three weeks. Don't worry, I'll hang up on a baby. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not gonna have a baby call in though. You should. Um. It'll be a rite uh, of passage, right? Uh, McBain, Rainer Wolfcastle. You listen here. I am Rainer Wolfcastle, McBain. Right? Okay. Yeah. That's, we got that one. Uh, Who uh, else? Who uh, else? Dr. Hibbert. <laughs> oh, Homer Simpson. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, Jasper. <laughs> Looks like you got a knife stuck in you. <laughs> okay. Who else? <laughs> Jasper. Who? Jasper? Who's Jasper? With the, with the long beard, the old man, uh, Grandpa's friend. Me. What's going on there, Grandpa? Uh, Abe Simpson, you did it again. You messed up. You got me thrown out of the cafeteria at the nursing home. Who else? Reverend Lovejoy. We are all gathered here today to... Pray for the people of Springfield. Okay. Okay, I'm Otto. Hey, we're going to drive the bus. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. This guy's out of a job. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, uh, we're yeah, running this guy out. I think you made the decision uh, yeah. for everybody now. Um, Herman, with the one arm, who runs the antique store. What's he like? He's like, uh, hey, you listen to me. He's like the guy from Falling Down where he's like, he's like, uh, 
Think about it. Like, uh, right? Like, yeah, I wanted to show you something in the back room. You see this? It's a can of Zyklon B. But I don't know if they're doing uh, that on... That was like from Falling Down. I think that character's based on... So who else? Um, that that one a listener can field. A listener can field that one. We'll put uh, uh, Herman up. So far, Herman and Kent Brockman, listeners can lay claim to. Yeah, the rest, it starts to get more obscure. Like yeah, yeah. Music teacher and uh, Pooh's brother. and oh, um, We got this know, figured out. Father. Do you know anyone over at Fox, Zach? Me? No, I, no? I, don't, I don't think I do. We can do this. Let's run him out, right? Because the guy's a five-star load, Harry Shearer, by all accounts. Well, if anyone can do it, you can Let's do give it. him all the free time. Hey, this guy, he negotiate in public. And look, again. I side with the performer every time, ten times out of time. I'm with the performer, not with the corporation. What am I, Jay right. Leno, company man? Mm-hmm. No. But this guy, this guy deserves to get run out of the show, right? We're run him out. Who's going to oh, get I mean, me? I, we, so I get a listener no- to do Kemp Rockman. I get a listener to do Herman. And then we're in the clear. I'll throw you 300 bucks. I'll throw you 100 for for uh, for helping me with this. All right, I'm in. What was the hashtag again? Replace Harry. That's let's, what it looks like. Let's yeah. Run this bum out, right? Run him out. Sure. I think he's already gone. Yeah, he's gone already. Now we got we 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 just showed him the door. Yeah. Okay. Zach. Well, this is the longest I think I've ever been on. So thank you for your time. I'll tell you this, Zach. You're all right in my book. You're all, all right. right. How about Wally? The different no. Well, look, <laughs> Wally. Wally is. Uh, Wally, you, you got to move past this Wally thing. I want you to turn Wally into me, um, and I will return him to you when I'm at uh, on my at my own discretion. I will return Wally to you, or I want you to make a new puppet, right? A new puppet called, uh, uh, like, what's a, a puppet that you can put every bit of just like, uh, uh, tormented psychoses into, right? <laughs> That's what I want you to do now. Put, uh, ice, ice, hashtag ice Wally. Um, it's, uh, I want you to make a new puppet. Would you make a new puppet? Seriously? Uh, I mean, I, I started work on one. He just uh-huh. never kind of fully, uh, developed yet. Uh huh. What about like a totally neurotic puppet? I don't know. Why don't you go for it? It's a puppet you can put everything into. Every bit of the thing, you put it all in there, you get it all out of your system when you put that puppet on your hand. It'd be like the beaver, right? You'd be just like your your hero Mel Gibson in the beaver. No, no. no you love no. him, right? What? No, You're always no. talking about him. What? What about? Tweet about him a lot, what? don't you? I'm not, I'm not mixing you up with somebody else. You're like one of the only. If I remember correctly, you're one of the only people that's been coming into his defense for the last five years. Never, never. No. You remember? Oh I'm no! See, so you're just you're 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 backtracking now. I'm of the Jewish faith. You remember, right? Yeah, but you said you could rise above that. Remember? You said <laughs> you. I remember a tweet where you said, and just seriously. Correct me if I'm wrong. I remember you saying, 
something to this effect. Faith is faith, but Mel's my man. Yeah, I don't think I nor Wally ever said And then you hashtagged it, Mel over Judaism. Is that true? Is that, am I thinking of somebody else? Yeah, you must be. <laughs> of course I am. I'm, I'm teasing. <laughs> okay. I, I'm hoping it's <laughs> Of course else. I it's am, Zach. Oh, Zach. Zach, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta I'm relax. I'm playing along. I'm playing along. Oh, see, you're the master. Apparently I'm the puppet now, right? <laughs> Apparently it turns out I'm the puppet. Who knew? But seriously, what about a puppet where you put all your neuroses into it? I don't know if that's very entertaining to anybody. Eh, it doesn't have to be for anybody. You just put a puppet, make him a mohawk, right? Uh, a, a mohawked puppet, right? Make him like the make him like the uh, the uh, the Klaus Kinski of puppets. Why don't you base him on? Do you know who Klaus Kinski is? I think I've heard the name come should, up on the well, show. Well, I'll watch some Klaus Kinski movies, and then I challenge you to make a puppet where Klaus Kinski is the model. And if you do that, I'll get, I'm putting $500 on the table. If that puppet is fully formed and you can do it, you get $500. And I want you to throw together some cheapo puppet. Hey, here he is. Klaus. No, I want a real puppet. I'll do my research. Klaus Kinski puppet. Think about it. All right, All right. Zach. Thanks for the call. Seriously. Thank you. Great See call. You Great call. Take care. <laughs> Guy came through, huh? Guy came through. I'm telling you, let's run this Harry Shearer out of the biz. I'll take over the show next. He's so busy. He does these Nixon movies where he's like, oh, the thing you got to understand here is Nixon. How, how, how much, yeah, let's, let's keep going deeper with Nixon. Yeah, we haven't cracked that uh, conundrum. The best thing Nixon did was moan about all in the family. He referred to Archie Bunker as a hard hat. There's a new movie where they got this hard hat. Yeah, I just did this in, in five minutes. I ran this guy halfway out the door at Fox. Replace Harry. It's going to catch on. Best show, you're on the air. Hello? Hello. How are you? I'm all right. Who's this? My name is Tim. Tim, where are you calling from? I'm calling you from Utah. What's going on in Utah tonight, Tim? I don't know. I don't leave. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm doing all right. Who's this? This is uh, the H-Man. The H-Man. We're getting the whole family tonight. The whole... Can I say your family's last name? Is that uh, verboten? At this point, yeah, it's fine. Walliner. Walliner. Yes. Wall, yeah, do you prefer Walliner or Walliner? Walliner is, is fine. Because I say both. I say both. Yeah. How are you, Tom? I'm doing all right. Well, what's going on? H-Man, you were the brother of uh, of uh, that guy, Zach, who called Z-Man. 
Yeah, and I I was actually I've been on hold for a while, and then when he called in, I was like, oh dang it, he stole my thunder. Hey, easy with the language, my friend. Uh, sorry, I, I apologize. I'm teasing, you know, I'm teasing you. <laughs> What's going on tonight, H man? Not much. I mean, as Zach already, I mean, sorry, as Zach already said, um, I'm back from uh, L.A., which is nice. Lipstick City. You're back from Lipstick City. Yeah, sure. Um, and, you know, it's, it's just nice to be home and get ready for certain events and things. And as you said, I got to finally meet my niece, which is a lot of fun. It's awesome. Uh, yeah. Um, well, I just, I'll say this. You, young man, we, yeah. I've watched you uh, grow up. You, you used to uh, be like a you, you you you. I saw you in in Los Angeles a few months ago, and uh, yeah. Well, the first time I met you, you were like a kid. You were you were were you in high school at the point where I first met you? Or were you just in college? Um, I think when when you first met me, it was around two thousand eight. So I was in my freshman year of college. So you just went into college, and you uh, and you were just like a, you were a kid. That's what kids are yeah. supposed to be like. But now yeah. I see you, and you're 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 a you're a, a, an adult. I appreciate that. You're, no, but you are. But sometimes people can be fifty and they're not adults yet. Yeah. But you are an you're an adult. It's awesome to see you grow up, uh, H man. Thank you, Tom. I really appreciate that. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it was it was great to see you when you came out to visit. Yeah. And I hope I hope you do it more often. I do too. So what, what, what's uh, what's going on? This Muppet thing. You when when your brother talks to you all about Muppets, you're just like, all right, there's limits, right? I mean, I'm not into it as much as he is. Like, yeah. I I have a favorite Muppet, but I'm the kind of guy who just loves the obscure characters and things. Yeah. So my let me, favorite Muppet. Let me see if I can guess your favorite Muppet. Let me see if I, I can guess your favorite. It's an obscure yeah. Muppet. Yes. An obscure Muppet. Is it? Is he? Is he? Is this a he or a she? It's a he. A funny Muppet is he? Fu- is he funny? I mean, I, I, it depends on what you think funny is. I, I you don't I, like what well, you don't like those two old men. Oh, that's the unfunniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, I mean, I mean, back in the day when it was the original guys, they were pretty great. Nowadays, they're, they're so and so. They could be on and off. Cause wait, what is it? These guys think about this. They're complaining about bad entertainment, and they're provi- They're creating bad entertainment. To complain about bad entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, it would be like it would be like it would be like watching uh, it would be like watching Kevin Smith complain about uh, Kevin Smith, right? Oh, oh boy, I, I gotta avoid that subject. I just worked with him on a commercial recently. He was he was super cool. Was he the before in the commercial? Oh no, he actually he was the, the director. Oh, he directed it. Okay. Yeah, it was. That's yeah, we saw that new Audi commercial with a uh, hemorrhoid donuts. What was it for? It was an Audi commercial that was like associated with Marvel. Okay, good. Look, I, I don't, t- I don't question this guy ever. I'm glad the guy works. The guy, uh, more power. The guy, the guy's a New Jersey guy, blue collar slob, climbing his <laughs> way out of the out of the hole. Yeah. Just not a fan of his his stuff uh, so much. But was he nice? Was he a nice guy? Oh yeah, I mean he was, he was super cool, and it was a it was a really cool day on set. Good, today. good. Well, yeah. by all accounts, he's a, he's an all right guy. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I just I'm just his work not such a big fan of. But I'm glad I, you had a good I time understand. on the set. And uh, what are some of the other things you've worked in? Because you work in show business now. You work on sets in productions. 
Yeah, I, I guess you could say the H in H man now stands for Hollywood. Um, <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm was, gonna let that sorry. one go. You've already, that okay. you just you you just burned all the clout you've ever had with me in one moment with that one. Oh no! But uh, so what? Well, yeah, so the H stands for Hollywood. <laughs> so what are you a, a managing wrestlers with that? Like that's like that's the way like a wrestling manager would talk. I mean, I guess I, I've been watching way too much wrestling. Yeah. So, who, who, what things have you worked on, H Man? Um. Well, I worked on Drunk History these last two seasons. Okay. You get bar. Um, you have to clean up barf. Oh no! It's it's the reenactment segment. That, so like, you got to clean up. Uh, uh, is that like uh, Dom Herrera throws up and you got to mop it up? <laughs> no. None of that. No. Um. And I, I I've worked on the league the last two seasons. With, with uh, yes, Paul Shear, yeah, fan, uh, friend of the show, Nick Kroll, also yeah, yeah, good, 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 good guys, good guys, great guys. What yeah, else? There's, there's so much fun to work with. What um, else? I've done a lot of stuff with Jason. Uh, I did season three of Eagle Heart, which I know you were you got to see me working on. I did I saw you? I saw you working hard on that. Yeah, that was that was that was my actual my first show in L.A., which was about two years ago. This Sunday, it'll be two years. Congratulations! You you're 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 working in show business. Yeah, actually, today is a two year anniversary when my when I finally arrived in Los right. Angeles when I lived out there. That's awesome. So, uh, uh, those, you worked on a bunch of different things. That's awesome. Yeah, and I've, I've been working the last two uh, dinner with uh, Brett Gelman specials. Yes, absolutely yes. tremendous amounts of fun. Those are great. Did you see the Madman finale? Brett Gelman killed Don Draper. <laughs> I no. never would have guessed. I, uh, that it to me is the most satisfying thing. I didn't see it yet, but I've heard that he kills Don Draper at the end. Oh boy! Which I think is the coolest way to end that show. Murdered by Brett Gilman. Yeah, I unfortunately have never gotten into Mad Men. I'll have to watch it at mm-hmm. some point. I've heard very good things. What do you I think mean, about me replacing Harry Shearer? What do you think about that? I think it, there couldn't be a better idea out there. I just Maybe we should change the name of the hashtag, being that I'm associated with that first name well, as you're well. You're Harry with an I, though. You're Harrison. That's true. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, and, you, and also, you I'd, repl- I'd replace you with the drop of a hat if the right person came along after that Hollywood thing. You're... <laughs> well, I mean, you have replaced me, so it's not like I'm unaware of this. No, I'll replace you in your own family. I'll oh, slide no. it. Yeah, I'll slide a different H man in there. Oh boy! I, uh, please don't don't do that. Okay. What 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 else is going on, Chief? Oh, not much. I mean, I I, I mean, since I haven't been on the call, and I wanted to thank you for putting my recommendation in for the uh, hundred best characters list with the bratty kid from Weekend at Bernie's. Yes, the bratty kid from Weekend at Bernie's is in the top twenty. Yeah, I, I guess I guess I'm a little biased, but I mean, I'm glad that character made it. Yeah. I might have to put on the list uh, guy walking in the background on uh, Human Giant next. Oh, <laughs> one of your your one of your star turns. Oh boy, yeah. A, pa- a panicked guy on Eric Andre show. There was like a clip. There's like a second where you see you on an episode of the Eric Andre show where you yeah. look like you're uh, uh, the seventh layer of hell. <laughs> right. It was a, Remember it that. Was 
It was yeah, like, I, it was. We were doing a, a bit where we had a. It was like in the village somewhere in New York, and we had a guy like doing this little thing, like a man on the street bit, and then I had to come in with a big stack of fake paperwork to have him sign it, and I made it on camera. That is hilarious. That's my favorite show, <laughs> Eric Andre show. I love it. I, I had never seen it for a while, and then I got offered the job, and I like binge watched the first two seasons, and I was like, "This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's incredible." Yeah. It was so much fun to work on. Good, you've got so much great experience, H Man. I salute you. Thanks, uh, sir. I, I will talk to you soon. I got to get through these calls before the show. Of course. Ends. Thanks, buddy. Good talking to you, Tom. Take care. Right, bye. So, which line is uh, Jason Walliner on? Which one? You got the whole family. What? Line four. Best show, you're on the air. Hi. Hi. Um, this is Sarah from England. Hey, how are you? Um, I'm nervous, very tired. Right. Um, Rel- relax. Calling at a ridiculous time. It's fine, it's fine. Where you're calling from, New England, you said? No, no, England. As England, in old, old England. England. Yeah, the one with the monarchy and... Um, Traditional values, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, just a few things, actually. You uh, mentioned earlier about Muppets not being able to be used outside of the whole copyright thing. But over here, Muppet is an insult. Yeah, because it's like, a, um, it's like a, you call it in like a, like a, like a Guy Ritchie movie. Somebody would be like, you Muppet, clean my yeah, boot, you- right? We'd be like, empty my boot, you muppet. Well, I'm not quite that, um, you know, cockney, but I guess I could use it to refer to a commoner, maybe if I was kind of like, yeah, like in uh, like Get Carter, be like, which one of you muppets killed my brother? Right? <laughs> Remember when he did that? He was like, which one of you muppets killed my brother? You see, then. Oh, your phone! Your phone conked out there for a second. I'm saying that would imply that um, Cam the Frog has a tendency to murder. Sure. Well, if that's the Muppet that does it, look, there's some of those Muppets. There's no way that Gonzo you dig up his backyard, <laughs> right? Maybe he's got pictures of you buried there. That would scare me more than anything. That would scare me more than... He's like like the Jackie Earl Haley of Muppets, that guy, right? You go in the... They're making making uh, those uh, those movies where Jackie Earl Haley plays a creep, and it's between him and and, uh, Gonzo for the part. I wouldn't be surprised if by next year, instead of Mayweather and Pacquiao, we see Sharpling Lesser... Sharpling versus who? God. All right, your phone. Your phone's giving uh, a bad juju here, madam. Thank you for the call. I do appreciate. It. That was a great. Okay. I appreciate. Okay. It. Thank you. Bye. I'm gonna fight Gonzo. Okay. That... Best show. You're on the air. Hi, Tom. Hi. Who's this? Uh, it's Paul. Uh, with the uh, influx of Toronto calls today, I. Uh, was wondering if you uh, had seen or heard of a uh, documentary that just came out recently called uh, The Last Pogo Jumps Again, which is about um, punk rock in Toronto in the like, mid-70s. 
What what is it called now? Uh, the last Pogo jumps again. I have not seen it. Well, I, I definitely recommend it. I think you'd really like it. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah, and uh, are you familiar with the band Mets? Yes, I am. Have you uh, got their new album? I have not heard the new one yet. No, I like the first one. Well, it came out the same day as uh, Michael Cronin three, and um, I opted to get that first. And yeah, well, good stuff. And I hope that right. this Toronto stuff overrides the uh, stuff from earlier. Well, look, all I was doing was a thing of uh, like, was that really that horrifying? You were you were truly you're lumping me in with no. every other thing that everybody's thrown at Canada. You're you're I'm getting the the brunt of all of it. No, no. Honestly, Tom, like, you know what? The funny thing is, like, um, the first caller, uh, I remember uh, conversing with her on uh, OK Cupid, like, way back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm serious, too, because, like, that's a very uh, unique name. So, uh, you know. Allegedly. Anyways, Look, uh, I don't know what your deal is. Allegedly. I don't know why you're, you're trying to throw someone under the bus. No, not. No, no. It's that, like. All right, you're you're putting me to sleep. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, how you doing, Tom? This is George calling from Jersey. George from Jersey. Where are you calling from, George? Where in uh, Jersey? Bergenfield. Bergenfield. Close enough for me to be nice to you. What's going on? I, I just I just gotta say, after hearing the uh, replace Harry Shear campaign, you've you've done it. You've you've got the job. Yeah, let's run the bum out, right? Yeah, he's, run he's out. done. Yesterday's right. news. Yeah. What uh, what was that? It. Anything else? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was it. All right, thanks for the call, buddy. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom, how's it going? It's going all right. Who's this? This is Josh calling from Elizabeth. Josh from Elizabeth. Elizabeth is close enough. I'm going to be nice to you. What's going on? All right, uh, I got uh, a few things. I um, You want to take your pick? Give me the best two. The best two. Okay, um, so a question for you. Now that the Muppets are coming back on, who would you rather see less on there? Would you rather see less of Wally Wackerman or Skeevy? Um, look, I'd rather see Wally Wackerman on the Muppet thing because I want to because uh, Z-Man takes puppetry seriously. Mike on that thing would be a, a slap in the face to all <laughs> to the art of puppetry. You don't think they need to update the show with some like uh, edgy characters? No, no. I've watched Mike do uh, Skeevy half the time. He doesn't even move the mouth. And he just zone, he zones out. Uh, he's just like, I, I, the last time he did Skeevy, he had a sandwich in that bag. Has he ever done Skeevy live, or is it always just in studio? Um, Only in studio. I, maybe we should start doing it live. <laughs> okay, and uh, I got, yeah, would you rather hear about um, Mad Max, Mark Maron, or Neil Young? Well, is the Mark Maron thing positive? Yes. Well, let's hear about that. Okay, um, it's a it's a quick uh, best show Easter egg in uh, in the second season. I noticed last night that uh, maybe I won't say where, but best somewhere in the beginning, you say it. it's a post, there's a poster. I thought it was a it was a record, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it's like a poster of the record, though. Oh, okay. I thought it was the actual record. I don't know. Thanks for the call. Best show. You're on the air. Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm doing all right. Who's this? 
This is uh, Evan in Vancouver. Yeah, there's no way you weren't Canadian with that. Uh, you just sound. I could hear the seriousness. You're gonna you're gonna take me to task on this, aren't you? On what? No, I won't. First of all, I'm gonna turn the the, the spotlight on you, my friend. Yes, sir. Suddenly, you're, you you thought you thought you were gonna put the spotlight on me. You thought I was uh, uh, Chris Murphy. I'm putting the spotlight on you, Chris Murphy. Now you're in the spotlight. Sure. You, you in Vancouver, you hate Toronto. You guys hate it. You hate them, don't you? Well, I'm from Saskatchewan originally, so I'm, I'm, well, I'm sort of biased to, to the, to the farming community. So Mm -hmm. the big cities scare me off. No, I, I'm partial to Toronto. I I appreciate the East coast, uh, compared to the West coast. Mm Mm-hmm. There's an attitude difference that that I respect more. Uh, I think it's more established. I appreciate that. Okay. These transient people on the West Coast. All right. Anything? What, what do you right. got for me, buddy? What, what What did you call about? Well, I wanted to explore the the idea of with this new Muppet Show mm-hmm. and with Klaus Kinsey, the idea of like uh, of Warner Herzog hosting. Uh, a Muppet special or, or a Muppet show, and what? Trust me, that thing's going to be all. That thing will be off the air before they get they go down the list of Werner Herzog. Do they get Kanye West on there? No, they, look, they 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 could have uh, 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 Barack Obama and uh, and uh, uh, Mayweather Pacquiao two on there, and that that thing's still going to twelve people are going to watch it. Like a Barack Obama Muppet, or no, literally, the, pre- the president could be on the thing. They could, they could have that thing. They could, they could have that Muppet show. They could be giving out a number. You, if you enter in a thing on your phone, you get a hundred dollars in your bank account, and that show still won't get anybody to watch it. They could give a code out, right? Text, no text this, and a hundred dollars will show up in your bank account. Muppet Idol. Yeah, and the Muppet thing will be, yeah, 18 people were watching. <laughs> well, I, I I like the idea of, of having uh, some peculiar guest host, but I, I can't see anybody that's around now that would be worthwhile watching anyways, yeah. including what, what are you gonna watch new it? Muppet voices. Yeah. I'm going to watch this Muppet thing? Who who am I going to see on? The, oh, my God, it's a Muppet show. Who? It's uh, Kermit the Frog is hanging out with... Uh, Kermit the Frog's hanging out with uh, Leah Remini. You know what I mean? What am I going to... Is that really what I'm going to see on it? Actually, oh, I, I think I know who that is. Uh, okay. What's that show? Kevin James. Yeah, yeah. It's only on yeah. around the clock. <laughs> All right, Tom, I appreciate it. Best show, you're on the air. Final call of the night. Final call of the night. How oh, are cool, you? man. What's up, my friend? I'm on the air. You are. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. I'm Owen from Woodside, Queens. Owen from Woodside, Queens. Far enough away that I don't have to be nice to you. What's going on? Not much, man. I'm having a good night. Uh, I had a suggestion. You smoking up? You smoking up? List. What are you doing? You smoking up? Absolutely not. No, I don't do that. What do you do? Drink yourself into oblivion? Drinking a Poland Spring right now. I'm not drinking. Okay. You straight edge? Uh, practically. Practically. What do you do? What, what, what's your what's your what's your uh, what, what's your poison? 
I don't. I don't really have a poison. I don't know. I'm not. Uh... What are you a peeper? No. Huh? No, I swear. I promise. What you do? You look in windows? That you do? You get your little step ladder out? I got a. I got a suggestion for the top 100. Oh, that topic from nine months ago. I know. I'm sorry. I just did something I thought was neglected. Look, Maybe okay. you peepers but move at your own rate. You people, you peepers move at your own rate. I'll, I'll allow it. Reggie Mantle from Riverdale High, biggest jerk in the world. Reggie, from 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 Archie Comics. Yeah. No. So where are you right now? Well, well just tell me what kind of binoculars you use. What do you use? You ever pose as a pizza delivery guy to get in the building? Not my style. No. Come on, I look. Nobody that. knows who you are. Give us your give us your secrets. You dirty peeper. Huh? I got nothing. I could I'm not sorry. do this. I'm doing this for Mike so much right now. This is me. This is me just doing something for Mike right now. This is just for you, Mike. You like it? Right? Look, but seriously, be straight with us. What do you do? You walk the streets, you act like you're do-do-do-do-do, right? Then all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah. Right? That's me. Right? See a, see a window? You ever watch TV through a window? You ever watch, like, sporting event? Through someone else's window? You ever get Not caught because you're cheering for a team? Home run! Who's, who yelled that? Right? How do you get the, how do you get the, uh, the brambles and the bristles out of your, uh, out of your, out of your pant legs? How do you do? You have a brush for that or something? What do you do? I'm coming up. Okay, we're done here. Shutting it down. My friends, weird show tonight. Weird show. That was a weird one. I'm sick. I I didn't mention it at the top because I just didn't want that to uh, cast a pall over anything. But yeah, I'm, I'm sick. I just, uh, but I wanted to do the show, so I'm here doing the show. I had a fun time. Thank you to everybody who listened. Thanks to everybody who, uh, came out in, in Nashville to, uh, to check out, uh, Sharpling and Worcester live at, uh, at Third Man Records. It was such a, such a great night. Had so much fun. So many great people, uh, turned up. Uh, the, 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 the record will be released, uh, in the future. So it's a ways off, but, uh, get your, uh, get your copy, uh, when it's available, but get your copy of the Sharpling and Worcester box set now. That's what you do now. You get that. Numerogroup.com. It's in stores now too. It's in stores now. Finally in stores. So you go get it. Um, the posters, people, uh, people did mail order for stereo laughs. I, I, the posters are going to start shipping in the next week. We had to basically wait till they could be autographed. So now they are autographed and now they will be signed and they are signed and now they will be mailed to you. So thank you for the pre-orders on them. They will start going out over the next week. And, uh, I'm one week behind on mail order, so I will catch up on those. So thanks to everybody who ordered stuff. It's on the way. And you can order things at StereoLaughs.com. We've got T-shirts and uh, 
CDs and uh, best show uh, Sharpling and Worcester posters are up there. So very limited from our uh, shows in March. Get yours uh, now. Stereo Laughs 2Fs.com. Thanks to everybody up at uh, Seth Myers. Late Night with Seth Myers. We did that last Thursday. That was fun. Did you see it, Mike? You gave me notes. I didn't look at the notes yet. They were good notes? Oh, good, good. Yeah, that was fun. There were everybody so great up there. Thanks to all the people up there. That was so much fun. Uh, it was a great week last week. This is a great week, too. They're all great weeks, right? Are we going to moan about stuff? No. I'm having an all right time. It's been a weird year. A lot of the lows are low. The highs have been pretty high, too. So I'm not going to... I'm not going to, uh, not going to second guess the highs just because there's been lows this year too. We get through it. And support the show. How do you support the show? You go to best show, uh, the best show.net. You download the episodes. You, uh, you support the sponsors of the show. We didn't have any tonight, so you know this is this is how you support the show, man. You you, you download the episodes. Tell people to download it. You download it. Get the word out. We got to make this happen. You like the show? Let's keep it going. We will be back next week. A lot of great shows uh, were li- are lining up very quickly. I will be uh, I will be here next week unless next week I'm in the booth doing uh, the Simpsons unless that unless that blows up and uh, I've got a VO session as we call it and I'm in the booth with the cans on uh, doing uh, an episode of the Simpsons where uh, Otto uh, is uh, arguing with uh, Principal Skinner. We'll see. Thank you for listening. Thebestshow.net. We will be back next week. Right now, I would like it if you would listen to this song by one of my favorite bands, Danielson. This is them doing a cover of the ABBA song, Eagle, on a 7-inch that came out on the uh, Sounds Familiar label which is their their house label. Uh, the single is called Moment Soakers, which was, I believe, an album track. This is a non-LPB side. Let's check it out now. And good night, and I will see you guys next week.